Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile Podcast. Tonight we are joined with our uh, good friend from Boston, USA, Joe. Is it Vermillion? Did I say it right? Yes, sir. All right. I was worried about that. I never get anybody's last name right. Of all <laughs> the names this guy has either forgot or somewhat butchered, I mean, crazy simple names. Well, man, nothing against our, our previous guest, but I did a little research on this one. He, he gets Joe's right. Yeah, I had to. Well, I, I, my question to Joe is, <clears throat> how, how, where did Mean Joe come from? How come it's not Crazy Joe or Killer Joe? Yeah. Where did Mean well, it's, Joe it's, Vermillion it's come from? It's a story from? that dates back to Toledo a few years ago, back when I was still with SIG. Uh, we were in that little tiny bar there in Toledo trying to conduct a business meeting. And as it, as it got later, it got louder. And I've got what's called factory year because I've been in the factory for near 30 years now. And uh, my hearing's not the best. So Matt Gunn and uh, uh, Jim Graham were over uh, at the bar yelling at me, and I couldn't hear him. So my buddy elbows me, and he says, those guys over there are yelling at you like you would not believe. And I looked up, and Matt Gunn says, oh, gosh, it's Mean Joe, and that's, that's where it came from. That easy. It hit the wall and stuck. It, it seems like that's always how it happens. Those are the best ones anyways. And those are. They're the best ones when they just hit the wall and they stick. You yep, know, that's what happened. I'm, uh, I'm so happy none of mine have hit the wall or stuck. Well, <laughs> yeah. true. Uh, none of mine really ever have either. I think, uh, yeah, no. no yeah, you're just, just, just Clint. Oh, just Clint. Clint. <laughs> oh, Clint. The experience. Well, yeah, I, always yeah. to, I always have to tell them it's just under the surface. You just got to be ready for it. It's, it's always just under the surface. Right. You never know when it's going <laughs> to show its face. And that, I think that's the one thing that has stuck this at, at this point in the deal is uh, the experience. You don't meet me, you experience me. I think that's <laughs> – Absolutely. That, that is a fact. I, I believe that's going on the next airplane, the experience. There you I go. like it. I like there it. There you go. <laughs> Well, all my friends that were friends with me before they had met you and everything like that. Aren't friends with you. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) We we walk away from everything. They're like, man, what's up with that Clint guy? I'm like, yeah, he's uh, he's just the experience. You know, you don't meet Clint. You experience Clint. So, Uh, well, I apologize and I don't all at the same time. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's it's never anything mean. It's just like, whoa. as, As my boy says, Clint has zero give a shit none no 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 filter it's it's turn it all off this is you you suffer you suffer from it too oh i know you either love me or hate me well right yeah Yeah, that's (laughs) poor casey (laughs) i I play the line so much man i'm just right on the line you never know on the line that's it so keep them guessing so what's going on in your world, Joe? I mean, uh, I know you guys got the the big sale going on, end of year deal that you do pretty much every year, which that's awesome. What else yeah. is happening? Oh, man, I got so much stuff going on. I literally just got off the horn with the uh, live stream just a, like, a, like an hour ago with the guys from over at the Golden Age Air Museum. And then uh, I got the tomorrow the new, uh, the first full episode of the quarter scale build uh, video will be posted and just uh in the shop doing my thing Are you, you're talking about the cub i said pup didn't i i do that all the time yes i meant cub cub okay yeah i've been watching Quarter some of the cub. some of the teasers there that you've been uh posting 
Yeah, I was checking out that uh, Golden Age uh, deal you did today, and man, that's awesome. Those man, guys are doing fun, some cool stuff. It? That'd be real fun to build. You know, I'm kind of surprised at how much of the RC stuff carries over. I was watching the video, and they were, you know, talking to Joe, saying, "Yeah, it's just like this," and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, and a lot of that stuff does carry yeah, over. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. That is, the construction of the aircraft from where we sit as a kit manufacturer is really pretty close. I mean, there's there's a few modifications we make and design uh, to make them fly better as models, uh, but most of it's it's pretty similar. I mean, you could you could hold it up next to one if you if you covered an air a wing on a DR one, and uh, I, I'm sorry if you framed it up and didn't cover it and then held it next to an actual real DR one. Uh, framed up airframe you would be able to tell it's it's what it is so they're pretty close that's awesome i'm telling you larry you're gonna have to just pull the trigger on something i, I, I am I, it needs to be world war one I, I i want a, a d8 i think it's gonna need to be a d8 well I, perfect th- they have one and it's gonna have, we have to, one we have a, we have a couple actually yeah well, it's, well I, <laughs> I want i want to do a 6s electric version yeah i've got my so i've got the six scale d8 sitting right here in front of me actually well it's behind me but it's uh it's i run it on two 3s 2200s in series for 6s 2200 <laughs> that's that's almost uh oh, that's a little so i got i got 6s 5000s i'm trying to you could do that to build everything around my battery stock instead you know what i mean <laughs> right that's why i picked the 2200s because they're pretty common pack. so you're right oh well heck oh yeah yeah you got plenty of 2200s, yeah, I got plenty of 2200s. okay okay <laughs> i see what you're doing here okay so what kind of yeah. electric setup would you maybe talk about for like a quarter scale was that getting into like 8s 12s or can you run that on six you could you could six probably wouldn't be quite enough i would probably run it i would do this i would do basically the same thing uh, with that, with, except I'd run uh, 6S 5000s for 12S. 12S, right. Okay. Run. Now, would you suggest going on maybe gas on something that's that bigger? I mean, where's the where, where do you think the cutoff is as far as electric and gas? Well, you know, I don't know. I've uh, I'm always been a big proponent of fly what you like to fly. So right. the guys that like to fly, of course, I got lots of each. And with the quarter scales, you know, we've got the round cow electric conversion kit that actually I've had people tell me that have done them. Uh, I actually have a good friend of mine that has the Newport 17. Jim Ellis has a Newport 17 that he got uh, a while back ago from a friend. And I believe it had a, I want to say it had a G38 on it. Jim's probably going to call me and tell me I'm wrong. But (laughs) I know he did the electric conversion on it. And when he put the box up in the front with the two 6S batteries, it balanced out the same as it did with the gas engine on it. So he said it was the easiest electric conversion he's ever put on an airplane. So, so what about the access? Uh, that's that's my question. I, I haven't done an in-depth search, but I've kind of I saw y'all have the conversion kit stuff, but like the battery access, uh, is there options to to build in a hatch or, or how does that work? Yeah, with the round cows, the round cow conversion actually has the batteries come in from underneath. So the, it's got the round cow, and you just open a slot on the bottom of the round cow, and the batteries go right up underneath, right next. They end up being right next to the uh, uh, motor mount. It's all it, the motor mount and the battery containment system is all one piece. Okay, and you just cut an axis underneath the cow and put the batteries up through the bottom. Nice and simple. So, Gonna have to yeah, it works it. pretty good. Now, like on my, because I've got the six scale. 
um, uh, triplane, and I use I just took a what is that? A, it's a three S forty two fifty, and I just made a little plate that goes right underneath the motor, and I stick the battery right to it, and it just sets right underneath the motor. I actually got some. I got a buddy of mine's making me some decals that make the battery. The battery looks like a Lerone engine. <laughs> right. Heck yeah. So, and what what motor are you running? Uh, well, it depends. I've got a few. Like the triplane will actually. It's 3D. It'll hover and do all the fun stuff. <laughs> um, it's got a what's it got? It's got a Power 52 with a Castle 80 amp ESC and running on 4S. So and I've got like a couple of the conversions. I've got them on running on 35s. I've got a couple running on 46s. It just depends on that. See, I've got a. I see. I've got a power. And what do I have? Power. You got a bunch of stuff. I mean, well, I'm it, talking about on the bigger stuff. I got the. That's well, a power 120, isn't it? Or 180 or something? I, I think the 180 is in the timber. It's a yeah, and then the There's power. There's another one that one, was new in the box. Now the, the oh that was on that airplane yeah the, the motor I got a Talon uh, uh, 120 new in the box I've got, I've got the stuff to to make it happen I just need to make it happen huh right I, I mean <laughs> right? that's that's what it sounds like but yeah it, it's actually uh, and then the guys are running uh, most of the guys are running the 120s uh, on 90 amp ESCs on 12 to 10 to 12 s on the quarter scales so you could do either or and it'd be it'd be so, fine it'd be great yeah all my the stuff i have is probably more uh directed toward a quarter scale size yeah you can do quarter scales because I, I could do They're 12 s uh 12 s and a power i got that 120 uh, and then i've got a power whatever the 30 right. uh, well, I, don't, I don't know how they're i, I think I yeah, it's probably the 120 <clears throat> I think I hooked him at the Joe Nall just a little bit. Uh, we had a we had our Newport 17 out there, and myself and Larry and and our another buddy of ours, Will, we stood out there on the on the main line, and the you know you know how it is in the evening, and we did nothing, oh yeah we did nothing but cruise that Newport 17 around, you know, just doing touching, just hand playing past the radio, you know, and uh, uh yeah, I watched you guys do it, right? You know that's. <laughs> <laughs> That I think that kind of hooked him. That's yeah. just the cruiser. Well, Those Jim's went work. so far with that Newport 17. He's got it. Went and put a Mr. RC sound system on it, and uh, it's it's really nice. That thing flies really really good. Crew, they're perfect uh, evening evening cruisers. You know, just yeah, touch sure. and go, shoot touch and goes at, at dusk. Yeah, all day long. Yeah, that's you know? that perfect. That, yeah. Uh, I love the Don. My dad and I were actually talking about this last night, looking over our new D seven kit. <laughs> the uh, third, the third or fourth, third, third D seven. Yeah. That has, do you know anybody that's ever built three of these for their personal stock? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few of you knuckleheads out there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I'm I'm running into storage room issues at the moment. We've got all these big uh, ass airplanes and out of room. But uh, that's just priorities. You got to move out the kitchen table. You know, take the couch out. Yeah, was you ever a Seinfeld fan? Levels. Yes. Levels. You yeah. got to go levels. You got to have levels. Yeah. We were talking about that, but uh, <laughs> anyways, my dad was like, "Man, there's nobody around here who's doing Dawn Patrol in the Central Park." You know, you guys up there, 
man, those guys have Dom Patrol after Dom Patrol after Dom Patrol, and they're having all this fun. I'm like, nah, there's nobody around here really doing it. It was one a year, ain't there? Up in that, Guthrie? And they shut that one down. Oh, Done. did they? He didn't even have it this year. But at the end of the day, I'm more of an evening guy. Man, let's have a, let's have a cold beer. Let's grill a steak, have dinner, and then go fly. You know that. Hey, I'm out at I'm out at the Joe Naldon Patrol every year, and I know you're an EV guy because I've never seen you out there. <laughs> yeah. the that was that was a uh, uh, not, la- last year you did not, and I still catch hell. That was that, a uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was we, a we didn't make it. Touchy subject with oh uh, yeah, Pro Senior. He he wasn't but, real happy about that. But the uh, but the year before, I, I was there. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I got I got pictures of the holding my beer D seven. At Dawn Patrol. Yeah, it, it was there, waking everybody up. Speaking of pictures, a lot of your content is some of the stoutest airplane pictures I've ever seen. I, I kind of pride well, I myself. I really appreciate that. I take, I, I take a lot of pride in photography and stuff. Dude, you guys are killing it as far as, as, far as your uh, pictures and everything go that you guys post. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I, I don't know what camera he has, but I assure you it's as big as yours. Or, oh, or, I, you I'm, I'm sure. It's, it's some quality I've stuff. I've got a couple. I shoot... I shoot a lot with my uh, Mark IV. Oh yeah. And then I've got the I've got the I got a D seventy. I got two seventies as back backups. Two seventies as backup and his main's a Mark IV. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> doing it all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I approve. Hobbyist stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It's it, you know it's one of those things. It's which hobby can you devote the most money to? You know, and I've got mine spread out between multiples right you know so right. i kind of i'm shooting with an eosr which man i love that thing I, I took the jump to mirrorless it's awesome but uh i don't i don't think it's a mark four you know <laughs> right yeah i really like the the mark four I've, I've really been happy with the performance on that thing it's it does really well what happened was i wore i wore out a 7d and uh was getting long in the tooth and started giving me issues you know how you got so you've only got so many shutter counts and then right. you got to start thinking about and it started shorting out on me, and it just so happened to short out on me right before I was supposed to be shooting the wedding. And uh, I ran out, and they had it on sale. They had it marked down, so I grabbed it. And I, I've been real happy with it so far. It's it, it's a good body. Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't met too many photographers that have wore one smooth. That's out. what I was going to say. Yeah, I, that that's saying something. <laughs> you know, people use those for action photography. You know, how, right. how many uh, shutter cycles is that thing? I don't good for. I have I mean, no idea. I've gotten some pretty close to some high numbers, and I trade out before it ever gives me a problem. I mean, what's a high number? A hundred thousand? Yeah, several hundred thousand. Two, so a yeah. million might a million. Shots. What I mean, what what are they rated at? For two two hundred fifty thousand somewhere right around in there. Yeah, I think that's what the seven D was rated at, and I was at eight hundred ninety when I started having issues. Holy <laughs> smoke! Eight hundred ninety. Holy that's shit! That, that's so, a ton. So that's a whole nother hobby for you is taking pictures or photography. Yeah, it's another hobby that turned into a job. It just keeps happening. So you're a photographer. <laughs> I mean, or is it a hobby that now you're doing weddings and, and bar mitzvahs? Uh, well, actually, I've got a degree in photography. So oh, okay. Yeah. So he's killing it, yeah. man. I knew there was. I knew there was something going on over there because I was like, man, that's just too good to be nailing it all the time. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, if I lots, take a hundred, yeah, if, I, if I take a hundred, I got two or three really good shots. You know, <laughs> that so is Balsa USA your full time gig, or is that do you have a full time job on top of that? 
I do. I have. I, I'm still a health and safety trainer for General Motors. So I have a four. That's my forty-hour-a-week job, and then I have the Boss USA thing, which is probably about my eighty or ninety-hour-a-week. Holy smoke! I was going to say, uh, you're you're not home a lot of weekends, and the you know that's that's wow. Yeah, all my vacation. Usually, I put out about a week, two weeks for vacation for us, and then the rest of it all goes to airplanes. Fortunately, most of our stuff happens around weekends, so I can sandwich one or two days to get five days you know right, uh, right. but yeah it's uh it's i've got a very patient wife let's just put i would way. say so <laughs> well I, you almost if you're involved in anything in this hobby beyond being a hobby with it what you know uh like we have the the podcast we do on either friday or saturday or sometimes sunday you know it just kind of you know my wife, I'm lucky. Most of the time, she shows up here and hangs out with us. But at the end of the day, you have to have a very patient. He's right. You got to have a patient wife. Well, I'm just. Looking. Oh, I couldn't. Do, I couldn't do what I do if she wasn't on board. There's just no way. I spend too much time away. Right. Well, I just so. look at, uh, you know, my job, and then kids and uh, sports and and cheer and all that, and then trying to get up here. I couldn't imagine. You know, and this the scope, you know, and this guy, like what he just said, he's got a normal 40 hour week job, right? Uh, sounds like he does photography probably a fair bit. He's got a pretty strong YouTube channel with a following, and he has a website where he sells airplanes, makes all these kits, and does all that stuff. And he flies RC airplanes, yeah. he flies yeah. RC airplanes. <laughs> what I'm getting out of this is Joe is a motivated dude. How many right. hours of sleep? Yeah. How many hours of sleep do you get a night? I say busy, let's just say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's why you're mean. You don't have time to get any sleep, man. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's awesome. I mean, you know, a lot of these people see all these people doing what they do and how much they devote into their hobby, not realizing that they have a normal job on top of it. That's, a, that's just crazy to you me. You know, that's... Right. You know, and, well, that, and that's, you know, that's my retirement plan. When I get done... Uh, when I get done with GM, which hopefully won't be too much longer, then uh, that's the plan is we're going to be uh, heading up to Menominee and being at the shop full time. That's awesome. So you say heading up. How far How far do you live from the shop? Seven and a half hours. What? what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's still in the state of Michigan. Wow. Wow. So it's a, it's a day's work drive just to get to the Balsa USA headquarters. Yes, sir. It's all the way up. So I'm in Lansing. So I'm I'm about an hour south or about about an hour north of the border in Indiana, right in the center of the state. So to get there for me, I go up and around across the lake, uh, you know, across Mackinac Bridge, and then take the Circle Tour to Highway Two over to the and it's the the shop literally sets on the uh, Michigan uh, Wisconsin border. So it's up and around. I honestly didn't know that Michigan was that big. Yeah, it's pretty good size. Well, that's, I mean, it's seven that's hours from, the, from the, the south UP. to the that's north. Wow. Just barely into the UP. Man. Man, I'm changing your nickname, dude. You're motivated, Joe. Not me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Motivated, Joe. Holy Golly. shit. Wow. I, need, I need about a, like a tenth of what you're doing over there because I can't seem to get myself off the couch a lot of days. This guy's going well, 100, 100 miles an hour. It's helped out that, you know, the kids – I, I did the I did the military birthing plan. I come in, knock them up, and then go back overseas until they're <laughs> a year old. And so I had my kids out of the way early. My youngest, 
I had my youngest when I was 20. Or I'm sorry, I had my oldest when I was, take that back. My youngest was born when I was 20. So I've had, we've been empty nesters here at the Vermilion house for more than 10 years. Wow. Man. So, so you need something to do. Are you going to end up with a, you're going to, you're going to be the old couple with the young baby. I've got them from 22 years old to six. So I know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we've got three, we've got three grandbabies now. Yeah, I have, a, have a grandbaby two now. Two four-year-olds and a six-month-old. Man. They're fun, aren't they? Them grandbabies. Oh, yeah, they're man. a ball. They're, I like them way better than I like the kids. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can send them home. Yeah, they all know that, too. I tell them every time. I like you guys way less than I like that baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's there's something to be said for that because, you know, when you have a baby, especially at a young age, you know, you're you're stressed, you know, making sure everything's paid, making sure you got food. Blah, 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 blah. Now you're older, you know, and you're established. Oh, man. So you can, you can spoil a baby where you couldn't when you were young. Well, I'm not saying it's a, a good thing, but I, I enjoy watching my, my son struggle. You know? <laughs> he's 22 years old, and he's got a five-month-old baby, and I'm like, <laughs> been there, right. done that, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I don't want to hear no sob stories, you know. Right. Yeah. That mother's curse, that one where they tell you, I hope your kids grow up, just be just like you. That's There's something to be said for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living that right now. Uh, my the, my wife and I were talking on the way over here. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's pretty open open knowledge that we moved in with my parents and blah, 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 blah. Not as a need to, but as a want to situation. <laughs> right. And she's like... Uh, you don't realize how much you are like your parents. And I'm like, ah, shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I catch myself sitting, watching TV, and I'll cough, and it sounds just like my dad coughing. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. ah, what is going right. on here? Yeah. I hated that guy at one yeah. point in my life. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. called DNA. Yep. Ain't nothing you can do about yep. it. <laughs> That's awesome. So are you building anything, or are you just tinkering? Quarter scale cub. Uh, I'm in the oh, middle the cub. of the quarter right. scale uh, cub build right now. Now, what is this cub? Is it a? Is it is it going to be your personal cub or? I know you're you're building. Yeah, it's it's going to just be. It'll be uh, the quarter scale, and it'll be it'll go on my hanger. Yeah. What what's your what's your setup going to be? Well, it's probably going to end up having a DLE thirty five. That's my guess. That's what I've got sitting here, <laughs> and then. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the flip flyer scheme. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something a little different. So it's going to be the flip fire. Uh, and that was a RAF version of the J three cub that they built before, before the United States entered into world war two, the RAF had a fundraising campaign. They did, they made 48 of these flip fires. They were, they were space. They were, uh, loosely, taking it after the spitfire is what they were doing that's why they called it the flip fire the flip and flip fl flit yeah flit flyer like clint with an f yeah <laughs> um so then they they had 48 of them one for all the states that were in the nation and they went and they did barnstorming type tours where they'd go and they'd give rides and they'd go to county fairs and all this stuff with these airplanes to try to earn money for the raf to pay for the war 
So they had they had forty eight of them. Mine's going to probably end up being uh, Texas is what it'll end up being because that's the say, one I've got the most documentation on as far as making sure everything's right and the interior and all that stuff. I just googled uh, Flint Flyer and there's a well no Flint or Flint 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 <laughs> Flint Yeah. Okay. F L. Okay. I was going to say there's a fly-in, but okay, here we go. Let's see. <laughs> you guys are doing more research than we've well, done. I want to see these schemes is what I want to see. Is uh... Yeah, it's silver. It's pretty basic. It's silver. It's got the RAF uh, rondelles on okay. it. Okay, yeah, I see it. Uh, pretty much it'll, just... say, it'll say Flip Fire Texas up on the cowl. It's pretty basic. It's not a lot of – it's it just like, different. looks like there's one. There's some <laughs> olive ones and then uh, silver. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the flip fires should all be silver. There was forty-eight of them. They did, they did, and they were all identical, other than just the designator for whatever state it was supposed to be for. Neat. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it'd be cool. And I've got the third scale, so I've got the big yellow cub. Everybody's gonna have a big yellow cub in their hanger. And I've got the third scale J3s, and it's just a big yellow cub. So I figured I'd do something different on this one. I, I, don't, I don't have a big third scale in the hangar. I do have a quarter scale, but not a third scale. I can't seem to it's get... It's something to be said, man. You guys were talking about uh, uh, touching goes. One of my favorite things to do, the guys at my club will tell you, I'll go out and I'll fly in the evenings when the wind dies. I'll sit there and do figure eight touching goes for a, you know just as long as I feel like doing them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean... yeah. It's uh, a ball. Out out at our club, that's kind of kind of one of the things that I do. Not necessarily with third scale stuff, but just when you go out in the fly. Well, with the cub, it always turns into one wheelers. Yeah, yeah. You know? With a cub, you always <laughs> got to get that one get wheel the one wheeler go. going. Yeah. Oh yeah, one wheelers. Yeah, I actually wore the wheels out on my. I just put new <laughs> wheels on it this year because I wore the axles out on both sides. Yeah, done it. Doing touch and goes and one wheelers and figure eights and all that stuff. Cross control. Oh yeah, learn it. Yeah, just get, learns you good rudder control. Oh yeah, well it's something. It's a really a, a it's a crowd pleaser with the third scale doing the figure eight touch and goes because all you do is you bring it down, and you touch it, and when you hit it, you hit, you only get it about three feet off the ground, and it's full rudder. Get it to swing around, and by the time you get halfway swung around, you want to be back off the throttle again, so you can so you're just burping the throttle and you're just going up and down and doing figure eights. What's your what's so, your third scale powered with? That one's got a uh, uh, DNB sixty twin. Old school. Mm-hmm. I bet it yep. runs good. Oh yeah, it flies real good. That DNB is a sweet sounding motor, and I had I sent the ignition off. I actually I sent the whole motor off because that that DNB sixty is got it's unique. It's got the ignition. It's a pot ignition. It's up inside the motor mount. So right. there's no, it's not an internal ignition. It's a, it's it's an internal ignition. Right. It's in the motor, so uh, it didn't do well with because I I always fly the uh, the A one two three packs and it didn't like the nine volt power. So I fried the ignition in it because it's only rated for six. <laughs> uh, but they they updated it to the new. You can take those and have them put their new. They're still in business right there in Ohio. He took it and upgraded the ignition for me and went through it and made sure everything was all good and sent it back to me. So turned out real nice. Awesome. 
So, so Joe, you're you're pretty deep in this RC thing with what all you do. Where did where did it begin? Well, you know, it's funny because we were just talking about this yesterday on the AMA thing. Uh, a buddy of mine, Daryl Peck, actually come to my work. I was so at the time I was still working right on the line, and I was doing my job. And he comes come and visit me once or twice a week, you know, just to say hi and whatnot. And he he says, "You need to come out to the field tonight." We're, we fly airplanes. And I said, really? He says, yeah, we, I said, you don't have a pilot license. He goes, no, 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 we do the model airplanes. I was like, man, I have wanted to do that my entire life. I'll be there. So I showed up and a week later I had five airplanes <laughs> and it just snowballed from there. You understand I've only really been doing uh, RC airplanes. My first full year as an AMA member was 2011. What? Wow. Yeah. I'd have never guessed it. Never would have guessed it. I tell you what, I've had a lot of hobbies. Nothing, no, no hobby has ever bit me as hard as this one. I mean, oh yeah, it, I've took, got a, it took over my whole life, man. Yep, I've got an airplane in every room of the house and piled up in the garage. <laughs> Can't hardly park a car in there. Doing the Christmas tree, <laughs> doing got, the got Christmas a, tree and stuff today. I had to get them out of the living room. You know, I mean, got a sixty-something yeah. Mustang covered with airplanes. Oh yeah, <laughs> got a kayak on top. That way, I can put more across. You know, the roof area there. It, it works out well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a big old crackhead for it. I got stuff everywhere. 2011. I'd have never figured that. No, I figured no, you, no. You're a, a lifer. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a lifer well, now. I, oh yeah. Yeah, I had always a, a passion for aviation. Dad used to take me to the Ghost Squadron Air Force shows back in the day. We'd go and see all the old warplanes fly, and I always had a love for aviation. And uh, that's where I got the aviation bug. And, of course, when I was a kid, I raced RT-10s, old gold bodies. So I had some RC in me. But then, you know, I did the Marine Corps, and I did the job, and I did the kids and all that stuff. And he came along just on the right day, and that was all it took, man. It was it was something else. So how, how, do, ever you, since. how do you go from <clears throat> nine years? I mean, <laughs> you said you you'd previously worked for SIG. Now you're a boss mm-hmm. USA. How, how, yep. I mean, how did you wrangle that? You know what I mean? How did you go for in nine years? You went from uh, beginning this hobby. Well, to- it's kind of a it's it's an interesting story. So, um, I was flying. I, we've got a local place here called uh, West Michigan Park Flyers. They do the uh, like the foamy profile. Uh, yeah, is that the guy that electrics? Was it Joe selling the little foamies? Isn't that his? Doesn't he have a? Isn't there a guy with a company called that or something? West Michigan Park Flyers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the little uh, Gar- Gepron. They're or- right here by me. That's Greg and Barb Mark. Okay. Greg yeah. and Barb Markley. Okay. And they, I was flying for them indoor, and I ran into a buddy of mine, Jim Widner. And at the time, Jim Widner was working for uh, Precision Aerobatics. And I was taking a lot of pictures and doing a lot of stuff. And I had sent them some pictures. I've got some planes of theirs. And he calls me up and says, hey, he says, why don't you come start working the booth with us at like Toledo? So I went to I went to go work at the booth with Jim. And uh, honestly, this hobby is all about connections. So once you get into that Toledo crowd, you meet a lot of people. And uh, Sig approached me after I was at I was at Precision Aerobatics for about three years. And Sig approached me and said they wanted me to come. You know, this was when Mike Gretz was still around, and they came over and they said we really would like for you to come uh, work for us. 
uh, in R&D and team piloting. And so I did that. And then Mike Gretz passed away. And things just, it wasn't, it just wasn't going the way I would have wanted it to. Uh, they weren't, you, you know, and no, I'm not trying to offend what they do because I think they still do a great job, but they just really weren't into making it the changes that needed to be made to keep them in a place where they were going to be able to succeed. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah. didn't really have much interest in the whole marketing side of it and they weren't, it didn't fit, you know, their, their approach and your approach weren't the same road. No, we weren't on the same path. Right. So I, I went on and I said, uh, went on my Facebook page and actually it's funny cause that just popped up in my feed the other day. You know how it gives you your memories. Oh right? yeah. This just popped up in my feed like three days ago. And I went on there and I said, hey, you know, I just want to let you know before you hear it from anybody else, I'm leaving SIG. There's no hard feelings. We're just not on the same path, all this stuff. And hit post. And I'm not kidding you. Three, five minutes after I posted on there, Mark Enderby from Balls USA called me and said, hey, you're going to come work for us. <laughs> <I'll>, I'll be <laughs> so there. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully wow. hopefully one day he'll he'll need a central guy. I mean, hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only got one of every third scale he offers. I don't know if I can do right. pictures as good as Joe, but I'll damn sure try. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I tell you, I've, I've had some. This hobby has given me more experiences than any one man should deserve. You know, I the first year to Joe Nall, I hung out with uh, Josh and the guys from Flight Test the whole time. Uh, you know, I got to meet a lot of really cool people over the years, and it just keeps getting better. Yeah, it, and that's uh. Uh, honestly, that's a, a part of what we we're doing and experiencing right now with this podcast is the cool people that. I mean, we we have talked to people that I uh, number one had no idea who they were until we talked to them. <laughs> and well, actually, you talked to them and didn't no idea who they was till you After. met them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. Sorry, just, Terry. Yeah, <laughs> boy, we screwed that one up. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it really is cool because all these people have such an awesome story, which I, I love to hear the story just as much as I love to hear what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. Right. And, you know, and as, as you know, social distancers that we already all are, we're yeah. already cut from the same cloth. You know, everybody's got a very similar upbringing story. You know, and it's how they got into it and what they did. And, you know, I had some flag airings of, of model aviation when I was a kid. My dad had a buddy that built them. And I would be able to put pieces on occasionally when we were over there for a visit, you know, and that kind of stuff. So we just never just never really took off with it until later. We uh, I went with Larry today here in Oklahoma City. Speaking of, you know your youth and where it stuff. all started. Yeah. Where yeah. it all started for a lot of guys and especially Larry, you know, uh, they had a free, they have a free flight deal at a church here. Whatever, two weeks, you every said two weeks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I went and hung out with Larry at that deal today, you know, and it, it's not my cup of tea, but it's cool to see the people who are active in it. Right. I mean, I've seen fun flies with less people. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, right. it's a small group, but it's, it's, Free flight's kind of a, that's an old, I mean, that's a dying, dying, right. dying deal, you know. But I it, just finished a, a free flight DR1, man. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah? Well, really? Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just right here hanging above my head, yeah. Are you going to fly it outside, rubber powered, or? Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to fly that one or not. It's awful pretty. I don't want to break it. 
Ah. So, but yeah, you guys should uh, make the trek out to Rhinebeck. They every year they do the free flight. They have a free flight competition. They have a bunch of people build. Uh, a lot of kids are in it. They get out there and they build their little free flight models, and they go out there in the morning and launch do them a all. Mass whoever, launch, yeah. Whoever stays in the air the longest, they get a prize. And I think last year they gave them a six scale kit or something. Or that's I mean, definitely there's, there's, uh, it's out there. That's definitely on my bucket list is to go to Rhinebeck. Absolutely. I mean, oh, you got to do you got to do Rhinebeck, man. That should that shouldn't be on your bucket list. That should be on go as soon as you can. List. Right. Because it's it'll that place is amazing. And I was talking to the guys uh, at the Golden Age, and I'll be doing their event this next year. But the two of those places are are pretty identical. I think Rhinebeck might be doing it a bit a little bit longer, so they're they're. Uh, their collections a little bit more extensive, but it, it's that place is amazing. Where I mean, is it's it's like one of my happy places. Where is Golden Age? Golden Age is in Bethel, Pennsylvania. That's quite a bit closer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for us, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't yeah, say it's you halfway. Go, but... You got to go to Rhinebeck. I tell anybody that's ever into this hobby, even just a little bit, you got to trek to Rhinebeck. Rhinebeck is the is the mecca for all that stuff. I have, you know, spent- and it's one of the things out, you know, why we're, we're with on the podcast, keep in mind these places. And I just had this conversation with the golden age guys. If you, if you're interested in this stuff and you like world war one and you like stuff related to that, go on there right now and go on to like their shops and buy stuff from their gift shops because these places had took a big hit this year with the COVID big times. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important for all of us that are big airplane nerds to support what they're doing because they're that place is it. If you got young kids or old kids or grandparents, there is a lesson to be learned at that place. They, they're flying hundred year old airplanes there, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. So at Rhinebeck, are they actual, they're, they're existing or, uh, what would you want to call it? Uh, I mean, they're original airframes that just been refurbished, or are they? They've got some that are originals that they've redone, and they've got some that are wow. replicas that they've done. That's what uh, I meant. But they've got a hundred. I think they've got sixty vintage aircraft on sites, and they fly. I'm going to guess. I'm probably wrong, but I think they fly like fifteen of them. Man. I have definitely. So they've got a. They've got a flying triplane. They've got a flying pup. They got a flying spat. They got a flying Jenny. They got, uh, of course, they've got the Cub. They got the Falker D8. They've got the uh, uh, Great Lakes biplane. They've got the Albatross. They've got a flying replica of the uh, uh, Spirit of St. Louis. Uh, they've almost got the Southwest Dolphin ready. They've got a 1901 Curtis Pusher. They've got a. a uh, Bell Rio, and they've got—I mean, they, Calderon. They've got this airplanes you wouldn't believe. I have definitely binge, binge watched some uh, Rhinebeck Aerodrome on YouTube for days. I mean, yeah. days. There's <laughs> there's so much content out there oh, that's all, on that, and it's yeah, it's all, all absolutely amazing. Period correct. Uh, yeah, and it's dress, and it's, it's dress, not only aircraft; know? it's vintage cars and stuff too. And these guys yeah. dress well, up do. and do it all, man. They, yeah, they do the so they every weekend, every Friday, Saturday, they have air shows. And the Friday, and I might have this backwards, but I'm pretty sure I've got it right. The Friday show is the classics. So the Friday show, they do the pants race with the Curtis Jr. And the, <laughs> they got the, the Robin and all that stuff. And they, they do the races and they have that 
kind of fun. But then on Saturday, they do their World War One. It's kind of I, re, I liken it to the Snidely Whiplash Damsel in Distress, where you've got the Black Baron. He's <laughs> off trying to get Trudy True Love, and they have you know they got pyro. They're dropping bombs out of the airplanes. They're you know there's stuff going everywhere and smoke and you know radial engines and then smell of castor oil and it's it's amazing. It really is amazing. You're making you're making it. Uh, I need to make that trip. Right. I yeah. mean, whether uh, just to go. Absolutely. I'm telling you right now, you need to make that trip. You know, and this is this is where I'm at at, and this is no offense to Pat and the folks at Joe Nall because I you know you know that I love that place. Oh, absolutely. But if it if it ever for me came down to having to make a choice between Joe Nall and Rhinebeck, you're going I to would Rhinebeck. choose Rhinebeck. Wow. <laughs> well. well and, we were kind of having that discussion last night, you know. I'm I'm all about the, I'm all about Triple Tree, and I love the Joe Nall. But it, oh, I do too. I love know, everything they do there. It's it's another one it, of my happy places. It, it's just one of those deals, you know. I'm just uh, I'm just, you know, I have to choose accordingly, on right. what my wallet says and what my time off says, and I mean, you know, I I sometimes feel like I have to make a choice, you know. Pops right. needs to go to right yeah, back. I get it. I understand. I've been I've been blessed with a good real job that I that I can I don't really belong I belong to a group that I can kind of make my own vacation time I don't have to worry about oh I can take any I can basically as long as I let them know soon enough I can basically take any day off that I want right so I, I've been I've gotten lucky I, I've 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 I don't know how I've come up with so many cool jobs but I've I've got several and that uh, it makes it easy for me to do it but yeah if it, I mean I'll be honest if it ever came down to it I would choose Ryan back over because that's just that place is just it's not only is it the rc but it's the full scale so how do they intertwine the two uh well during the rc jamboree they have they do they'll fly rc in the morning they'll fly up to i believe they stop the line at two o'clock and they make everybody pull all their stuff they've got a barrier there that the faa has got uh, i think it's 250 away 250 feet away from the center of the runway and they make everybody pull their stuff back on the other side of the barricades. And then they do their show. And then they're, when their show's over, they open it back up. And then people move their stuff back over to the flight line. Huh. So it's 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 fairly non-evade, you know, put your stuff over here, be done, and enjoy yeah, the show. they have a couple of rules. They don't want you flying too close to the hangars, obviously. And uh, there's actually, we've got a video up on the YouTube channel that I did. It's a Rhinebeck walkthrough, and it's a real good uh overall view of all the airplanes all the cars and all the stuff that they do that's on there and i tell you if you've never seen that full-scale d8 run it is it is incredible <laughs> that thing is ridiculous it, it's larone powered or however you say it isn't it yeah it's an 80 horsepower larone radio that's a that those engines are cool in themselves. I mean, if you've right. never oh, yeah. never looked at one, just YouTube it and and tell me that is not a badass deal. Just yeah, we've got a D eight video on there, and it's funny because the first time I ever saw Brian fly that, I was afraid because I thought something was wrong with it. it those are <laughs> magnetos, right? So those those don't have an ignition, so the motor sounds like it's about to die all the as time. It's running. Yeah, just and chugging he's along. flying that thing around, and it sounds like it's about to die. Uh, and I've I've seen some, you know, uh, RC guys try and make those work. Right. I, I don't know if yeah. you, 
I don't know if you've there's, seen any of it. But. I've seen a few guys try to do something. I'm, there's a couple of guys that are working on some 3D printed things. Honestly, I I, I don't I don't want to say never, uh, and I don't want to discourage anybody that's trying it. But I really have a hard time figuring out what materials and stuff you would use that wouldn't cause you issues with the flight on the model. Right. So is this one of the radials that the cylinders turn? Yes. Around yes. The, the, okay. Yep. And the I'm prop a, solid uh, mounted to the front of the engine, and the engine turns. And on yeah. that golden era deal, they were talking about it that I watched today that, that you did. It's like 700 cubic inches, and it's only 80 horsepower or something right. like that. And it's turn, yeah. and it's turning a 96 inch prop. Lots of torque. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, your hand was, ain't going to stop it, right? What was the <laughs> what was the pitch on that prop? Because it was insane pitch. Too. 80. 80. 80. Yeah. So right. it's a 96 what? inch with 80 pitch. 80 right. pitch. Yeah. Holy yeah, it might turn torque, it like 2,000 RPM. I, yeah. I don't know what it turns at, but it's it's not much, you know. It, <laughs> yeah. I think he said. I think he said 700 RPMs. I think is what he said. It's like an old diesel. Yeah, yeah, man. So one of the other things I wanted to touch on just a little bit, and I, and I know it may be a hard spot for uh, the person involved, but uh, I want to talk about your albatross and Mr. Greg Hahn's albatross that. Yo, yeah, that that guy, that's a building fool, man. He's he's a crackhead. I I mean, (laughs) he's a crackhead. He crashed an albatross and had one put together. What two weeks later? Yeah, five weeks. Five a month. month, Okay, a month (laughs) and a week later, he had he had its replacement. He built two third scale albatrosses in eight weeks. Wow. Right. And and <laughs> Yeah, he's a crackhead. And it yeah. was and it was on the on the maiden weekend that you guys flew him. He got I mean when you put three or four of them up in the air at the same time, they're all gonna look the same at one point, you know, and life happens. And right. from what I gather he crashed his, which you know, everybody's gonna crash one now and then. But there's five, those who've been down and those who are going down. Right. But five weeks later he had its replacement. They're flying done. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And if I remember yeah, correctly, he's, he's it was it was strongly detailed, and I mean, just oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it was it was a great specimen. It wasn't like he rushed through my, it and cut any. Corners. My albatross, I I have mine's based on Alfred Traeger, and my albatross, uh, we only were able to have really one contest this year, and I staticed as high as I could static with it not being a plane that I built. I think I got a ninety six, and I never I didn't do anything to it. I just wheeled it up to the line and said, here you go. <laughs> so that's how detailed it was. It was detailed enough that I got it. I believe it was a 96. I'd have to look at my card because they take, they take points at you off of you if you don't build it. Right. So uh, it, yeah, he's a, he's a big crackhead. He's, <laughs> he's a good friend of mine. And I tell him he's a crackhead to his face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the time, the time that I spend with him is priceless. We, we are, I don't know if you guys have ever seen our videos, but we uh, we don't fear each other, and we fly not fearing each other. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Our airplanes are very close proximity right. a lot of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just – well, and that was, you know, I, I follow along with what goes on up there, you know, because I enjoy it, and I enjoy watching it, and I enjoy learning from especially what Greg has to say. You know, he 
he has all this cool stuff, and he he loves teaching it to people. That's one thing that. Oh you know, yeah, he is a teacher. Th- these guys love teaching, and uh, you know, just seeing these airplanes flying. I, I was on I was on the live video when y'all test flew them. You know, and just he has no oh, nice. he has no fear. You know, off oh, off yeah. we go. There's what? very few people that I'll fly, and I, I, I you know I'm not afraid to fly in any formation. But there's very few people that I'll fly where we're rubbing wingtips, and Greg's <laughs> right. one of them. Right. So, and that's yeah, a, we have a ball, and and that's around here. You know, unfortunately, there's there's nobody really else doing the the big stuff. You know, so right. getting comfortable in that in that formation. I, you know, Will and I have done quite a bit of it, but uh, I mean, anything big is it's just kind of you have to just have a set of balls on you and go. Right. <laughs> we have fun, man. We do Hope. have a good time. Well, we were, they were getting on us because we were maidening. They tried to tell me that we weren't made in those airplanes because Greg took off and did one loop. And I said, you ready? <laughs> he says, yep. And I took off and we fell right into formation and our maiden flights were three feet apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's, that's when they're built right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Attention and, and to detail. Definitely a builder. Definitely. And what's he on now? Uh, oh, gosh. I wish he hadn't asked me that. He's scratch building an airplane from his own design, and I can't now remember. I can't now remember what it is. So oh, I can well, I can't, I can't I remember it what it is either, but I remember I saw I saw it was scratch built, and I saw the Balsa USA box. So I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, he that, gets all of his stuff from us. I'm sure all the wood showed up from you guys. Yes, exactly. That's Let's a, see. Yeah, that's. I, I was just fixing to do the same thing and start searching it. But. I just can't remember. I know what it is. As soon as I see it, I'm going to be like, "Yeah, you dummy." <laughs> yeah. <That's> nah, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> you have to. You have to be sure and send him this episode. Make yeah. sure, make sure oh, he yeah. listens to it. It's like I called you a crackhead about ten times. You better better <laughs> check it out. Yeah, uh, he knows. I tell him all the time. I tell him he's a crackhead. <laughs> I tell him I love you, but you're a crackhead. It's a hand up. It's a hands of Brandsburg C1. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm not familiar with that at all. Right. Hands of Brandsburg C1. Uh, C1. We're yeah, it's a C1. We'll look okay. that. He's Larry's uh, on it yeah. right now, yeah. pulling up a picture. Yeah, he's, he's scratch building it. So he's he's designed the plans and everything. Man, that guy. That's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, he enjoys what he does. And, and, you know, in two months from now, you'll see a complete airplane, I bet. Right. That's yeah. just unfathomable oh, it's, to me. it's already got the fuselage framed up. <laughs> wow. It's already framed up. That's, that, I don't know if he's got the wings done, but the fuselage is, is pretty close. I need to come hang out with you guys and get motivated. That's what, that's what needs oh, to happen. Oh, man, I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> how, I mean, honestly, how fortunate am I? Yeah, I absolutely. Some of my best friends in the world. Or Greg Hahn, Tim Shurick, Ron Pound, you know, these guys are builders. These guys are Top Gun, you know, Mike Barbie. I hang out with these guys on a regular basis and I sponge up as much information as I can from them because they are the masters. Right. And to be able to sit down and have conversations with these guys is just, it, it, we go to an event and that's all I do is we suddenly hang out. 
<laughs> well, maybe I, I'm guilty. Yeah, maybe that's my problem, man. You're over there soaring with eagles. I'm over here flying with a bunch of turkeys. <laughs> you know, may, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's my issue. Yeah, gobble gobble, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Turkeys, turkeys with wild turkeys. Right. Worse. Yeah, wild turkeys. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a cool airplane. It absolutely is. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they're trying to get it. They're trying to get his. Uh, uh, oh, now it's escaping me. They're trying to get his Calderon. Uh, the museum wants that to go into the museum with the uh, with the full scale. Wow! Jeez. So, man, what an honor! Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, he it, just sold his Gotha. His Gotha was a scratch build. Right. And it's the Caproni, not the Calderon. He's got the Caproni. The Caproni he built is the one that's in the National Air Force Museum, and they want that airplane bad <laughs> to so put in to put in there. And he's like, "Oh, well, I'll let him have it when I'm done with it." Right. So is yeah. he uh, is he hand cutting all the parts, or does he have a laser cutter? He hand cuts everything. Wow, that's awesome. That's just <laughs> it's even that's, that's even, even cool. More wild. Got, so it's and it's funny because you you. There's a video out there, and you guys will have to check it out to see. There's a video I did in his shop last year, last winter. And his he's got his garage. He's got a two-car garage. He's got, I think, I know he's got two tables, but I think they're, I think it's four six-foot tables pushed together, two on each side. And it's in his garage. I mean, there's, that's it. There's nothing fancy. He's he's out there with his old-school tools and his his. You know, he's a jack of all trades, man. I'm telling you. Just a scroll saw and a handful of blades. Yeah. What do you What do you call the hobby shop at the house at Dad's house? The Balsa Dust Tavern. Yeah, the, the Balsa Dust Tavern. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I foresee. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, uh, you can't beat an old school shop. I love the new school technology of laser cutting and blah 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 blah. But you know, sometimes an old school shop's just a lot of fun. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a ball. I love going down there. And like I said, those guys. Uh, actually, for me, the whole COVID thing was kind of nice because me and Joe got to unplug a little bit. And what I was doing was I went to twenty-two events this year, and I did Jeez. I did a lot of dawn patrols. So I got to hang out with, like I said, Greg Hahn, Tim Shurik, Ron Pound, uh, Art Shelton, you know, Steve Eagle. Man, you're hanging uh, out with all these people that it I- was a ball. And I know every one of them's name, and I know every one of them's faces, and you know it's just one of those deals. I I I live in the wrong part of the United States I, to hang out with that. I'm doing the math. <laughs> right? How many events did you say? Twenty two. Twenty two. There's fifty four weeks in a year. Fifty two weeks. Fifty two weeks in a year. So at least yep. every other weekend, pretty much, you was at an event. Right. Yeah. Do you pay somebody well, to mow every, your grass? Pretty much every weekend I was doing something. <laughs> Do you mow your local, own grass? We have, our local, we have our local events. I have two big events here at my home field. And then uh, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, um, where else? Uh, this year that was – I stayed pretty much in that area. What's, so, but uh, I, did all, I did a ton of the Dawn Patrol events. I did the NASA events, uh, the ones they had. I was at them. How how far of a drive is that? I mean, are you looking at six hour drives, two hour drives? Yeah, what's your furthest event uh, you went it's to? It's a mix. It's a it's a mix. Uh, so I've got a 2016 Silverado with eighty thousand miles on it. So wearing it's, it's, it out, it, it, don't have to buy a new yeah, one next oh, year. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I'm fortunate to be only three hours away from Monsi, so I did a, a, quite a few events there. Uh, probably the furthest away one I went to this year would have been, oh, Ohio, probably. And it was, I think it was six hours. Now, is that is that Joe going to an event or is that Balsa USA going to an event? Joe going to a Balsa, Joe going to an event is Balsa USA going to a well, Right. What I'm saying, are you, are you, are, are you pulling a, a Balsa USA trailer or are you, you just shooting down to these events? No. And what I do, what we started doing this year was is I've got a, a, a camper topper on my truck. It's not a camper topper. It's just a topper. And I've been packing that full of Balsa USA kits and, you know, accessories and all that stuff. And I fill the whole back end of my truck up with that. And then I have a 30 foot airplane trailer that I turned into kind of an airplane trailer slash RV. So I've got air conditioning and microwave and refrigerator and all that stuff in it. Perfect. So, so yeah, now we'll do, we do the big events. So we've, we're, we're going to do Perry this year. If they have it, I'm I'm a little worried about that one being a little too early in the year yet with this whole COVID thing to see whether or not they're actually going to be able to do it or not. I've got my fingers crossed because I'm, I'm excited for it, but then we'll do Joe Nall, of course, if and they we'll have do it. Ryan back for sure. And if they have the Dawn Patrol over at the museum, we'll be at that one. But then most of the rest of the events that we do, I I do on my own. Right. Uh, so, the, And I think that was kind of the question is that, you know, I, if you go to an event, you're obviously taking Boss USA stuff with you, you know, right. for, for purchase. But uh, do you ever just go to an event to and go fly. and just, not, just not even worry about nothing or? No, no. Which and I get both aspects of that. You know, you have to you have to sell what you're selling. You know, to to keep your employment. So, right. Hey, he's motivated, yeah, Joe. I'm loading down, and uh, the guys that the guys that know me, they they get to know me pretty quick, and they they realize that they can come up and ask me anything they want, anytime they want, and it's fine. But when I'm flying, they let me fly. Right. And that's and I fly a lot. You know, on average, if I go to a weekend event, if I go to a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come home Sunday event, I probably get in 30 flights. Whoa. That's a lot of flying. That's that a is a lot, lot of flying. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I, I do. Yeah. That's what I do. I gas them and fly them and gas them and fly them and gas them and fly them. I fail at that sometimes. <laughs> See, <laughs> you're too with... easily distracted. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, you're right. I, I, I get involved in a conversation with about 15 other people, you know, and then we crack open a cold beer and then it's over, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I experienced, we went to the Ice House event, which was the largest event around here, you know, had 190 registered pilots. And it was nice. and it was mainly a, a aerobatic event. Uh, I had the D seven there and flew it, but uh, you know at the end of the day it was an aerobatic deal. And you know with this, it, this is mainly conversation, and people love a conversation. You know, so you end up having a conversation. Yeah. Yet, oh yeah. Yet they I, I've, they I've didn't record any shows. I know. <clears throat> so I do that a lot too. Yeah, these guys, I sent them down there with a whole mobile recording rig. They were supposed to record some episodes because I was out of town. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, unmotivated Clint and uh, Larry, you know. <laughs> Which, there hey, it is. if I would have been down there, it would have probably gone the same way. Because it's one of those yeah. things, you, you, you can't plan a good time. And if it didn't happen, it, it didn't happen, happen. Don't force yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Right. We we ended up what? hanging out with the Deuces on uh, Friday night. And that, that was a oh, good yeah. time. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
those are good those are good people right there man oh, those oh, are yeah. they're local they're local here too and that's yeah Jace, they're from uh, michigan too come and fly yeah. at my giant giant scale event every year and then uh he had his the they did the extreme flight one that they do across it's about 40 minutes from here over at saranac now and that the two dates ended up colliding so he doesn't come to that one anymore but he'd come every year and just fly and fly and fly and fly Right. Did you ever get him on the sticks? Any of the cool World War One stuff or any of the stuff you got? Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever seen him fly the World War One stuff. I would have no problem letting him fly it. Right. right. Oh, that guy can fly anything I own. I promise. Yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if it hit the dirt, I'd be yeah. like, "He crashed it. Yeah. Here it is. Here, it's sign awesome. this wing panel." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's gotten pulled in so many different ways. There for the longest time. See, he flew for. He started off flying for West Michigan Park Flyers as well. That's where he got his Fourier started in the in the uh, RC team sponsored was was with West West Michigan Park Flyers. Wow! So yeah, and he's uh, he's doing it big, man. That kid is. I tell him it's it's funny, and you guys have you guys that have met Jace. Uh, we were at the Giant Scale event a few years ago, and again, that's on my on my personal YouTube. There's a video of him flying at our Giant Scale. And I've known his mom and his dad and him for years. And I walked up to him, and I think he must have been, Jace, I'm sorry, but I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he must have been 13 or 14 years old. And those of you that have not met Jace, he's always, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. He's a real super polite, really, really, really good kid. And I walked up to him, and I, I leaned over a little bit towards him. I said, you know how – I said, good flight, Jace. He says, well, thank you, Mr. Vermillion. I said, you know how much – you know how I tell how good your flight was? And he goes, no, Mr. Vermillion, how? I said, it's because how much, how bad I want to punch you in the face when you're done. Yeah. He, just, he, he, he turned red as a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> I said, now granted, it's always a little, but every once in a while, there's a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a good kid. That whole family is, they're awesome. They're, they oh, are. They're absolutely. awesome people. And, and it, it was awesome just to get to hang out with them, you know. I mean, uh, but again, it goes back to we're having a lot of fun doing what we're doing. Absolutely. The world definitely right, got right. the world definitely got smaller, and I'm sure you can you can probably attest to that when you coming from when you got into this to where you're at now, you know. Yes, yeah. Well, you know, and I had a, a kind of a unique story. Part of that is – and this is this is really what happened is is I had just gotten into it and uh, literally I was just starting to land my trainer on my own. I was just getting to that point. It was October. It was getting late in the year, and I walked out. I was in my kitchen, and I walked out, and I turned around. I was taking the garbage to the curb, and I turned and talked to my son on the way out the door. And when I did, I missed the step into the garage and 90 degreed my ankle onto the concrete floor and when i did it i bent it over so far outside that i skinned my outside ankle bone (laughs) that's how far over i whacked it well they put me down i had to have surgery and everything else and i was down for gosh probably eight months with that and what had happened was my beautiful wife had went out and it was almost it was getting close to christmas it was around thanksgiving ish time and she said, well, she says, I got you this for your Christmas present, but I'm going to give it to you now. And it was the, because I was on a Mac, she had got me the AeroFlight flight simulator. And I literally spent eight hours a day, every day, for eight months on the simulator. 
Yeah. That'll get you proficient. Yeah. yeah. That's all I had. I didn't have I didn't have you know I didn't have anything else. Right. I was on the simulator every day. The Michigan and it winners, was funny and he was Darryl, down out of work. My, the guy that got me into it, Daryl Peck, uh I I played a big joke on him. I, I felt bad afterwards, but not really. I show up <laughs> to the field in the spring when they start having the first student night and I show up and I've got they got me on one of those carts so you know you put your knee up on it and you push the cart around. So I show up and he's like, well, here, let me get all you. And he, this guy carries my stuff out to the flight line. He grabs me, my chair thing and moves it out there, gets my transmitter and brings it out, starts up my airplane for me, hands me the transmitter, plugs in the buddy cord. And he's like, are you ready? And I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And I let him, I let him take it off. and says, I'm going to make this last turn and then I'm going to give you the sticks. I said, all right, I think I'm ready. It's been a while. I'm a little rusty. So flying and it was and it was just a like an old uh trainer like a balsa trainer i don't i can't even remember. i think it might have been a world models uh high wing trainer and i made that first turn and i'm i'm playing it up i'm giving it weird control inputs and i'm making it look like i was sketchy and all this stuff and i did one loop and i kind of make a turn and i came back and got about halfway down and i said all right and I gassed it and flipped it upside down and flew it inverted the rest of the way down the field. And he says, you son of a bitch. He throws the, the trainer cord on the ground and walks away and leaves me standing up there. <laughs> That's <Got> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. I love doing shit like that. Uh, and, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. You know, you, you learn how to fly and you're flying a trainer and blah, 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 blah. And... You move past that trainer. You go to flying aerobatic stuff or this big third scale stuff or whatever you're doing. Some, do you ever find the experience of backing up to there's just an always, old school tricycle gear trainer? There's and just always doing some a soft spot for a trainer. I've, yeah, I've got a stick 40 sitting right here that I fly. You know, I love that stuff. I have a ball with it. That's a, that's I'll, something. And I don't, I'll fly anything. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. You guys, we ain't even spend much time hanging out other than just every once in a while, but right. I, I'll fly anything. I don't care. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Well, we've you know? had that discussion of, of getting a trainer and just, you know, passing uh, it around. Uh, you know? Maybe we should be smart and buy one of these boss USA little stick 40 trainers and put one of those together and just have yeah. it for a beater. You know, I guarantee just, you and got, that thing is a ball. You know? That thing is an absolute blast. And it, it's even funner. If you leave it on three channels, <laughs> yeah. it has a ball. Take it, yeah. take it that way thing back. Is, that thing flies amazing. Huh. Well, I mean, I'm in. I don't right. think I've ever even flown a three channel airplane. I, I've never even had one. Really? Nope. I, really? St- I started wow. with something with ailerons. But kind of like, well, wow. I, did, I didn't have an injury or anything, but here's the deal I bought me a cheap Hobby King plane. I went out and thought I was just going to be able to fly it. And well, because you mastered that that drone. So well, yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. The drone was so easy. So, uh, and of course, man, I'm airborne for maybe, maybe 30, 40 seconds and pile drive that thing into the ground. Go pick up the parts, go okay. home, order the simulator. And I sat on a sim for two months. I mean, I devoted at least 30 minutes a day at minimum. Some days, uh, way more than 30 minutes. And, uh, oh, my fingers were raw, man. I, yeah. You, you think I'm, I'm not exaggerating. My fingers were raw from running the simulator. Right. I'm and, not kidding. And then, you know, I, I spent about a couple of months on that. I got me another plane and really, I haven't crashed one due to 
due to my ignorance unless I was being real dumb or I had a failure. Well, I know of one that was real dumb. Well, yeah, I definitely. I've done some <laughs> dumb stuff and put stuff in the ground, you know, but it wasn't, it was because I was trying something out of my comfort zone. Well, I mean, shit happens. Oh, yeah. It's all They've all got a life fun. expectancy. Some are just shorter than others. That's Man, right. I, I tell you what, and that's one of my hardest things in this hobby is disconnecting my wallet from that, that aircraft. I, I just, I just oh, don't, yeah. I don't want to mess anything up, and I play this, I play the safe card, you know, I do definitely. It, it doesn't matter if you play the safe <laughs> card or not. Every time the wheels leave the ground, is right. a, is a disconnect. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm working on it. I'm working to try to get myself over that. I want to start doing some really dumb stuff. Eh, yeah. I, eh, <laughs> no, I, I get it. I mean, there's a. That's a, and even my my dad last night. We're ooh. Uh, we're sitting around talking about, uh, and I'm, I'm having a meltdown on room. You know, I'm out of room. I've got shit piled everywhere. It's just, it's one of those, and it's all big. It's not like you can condense it down. And uh, I'm like, where are you? Where are we going to put this airplane that we're putting together? I mean, he literally the box showed up yesterday. The dummy engine's built today. I mean, you know, I don't know how else to explain that to you it's just how it is and uh he's like well you might crash something this year and i'm like oh why do you put that on me right. you know yeah. <laughs> i'm like i don't want to I'm, cr- I'm fortunate with that regard is uh, my wife's let me take over half the basement and then i i've got that big airplane trailer and i just most of my big stuff stays all my third scales are in my trailer well they're and, in my i leave them in my trailer right, I, don't pull and, them, I don't need to pull them out and uh, is your trailer stored on your property? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's my issue is my trailer's not. So, uh, okay. You know, so if I guess if my trailer was stored on my property where I could see it every day, I would probably do that, but I don't have that opportunity. Right, yeah, and I get it. So, it's all Yeah, it's a, it's a struggle, man. I've got them in the I've got a whole wall in the garage covered with quarter scales and I've got the basement here. It's got Oh gosh, I can't even Well, I've got four four by eight workbenches down here so right yeah that's another it's, thing it's, that we don't really have much of the, in oklahoma the struggle is real basements <laughs> yeah we we don't have basements here so uh, per se uh, okay. i mean there there i mean i've been to several houses that did have a basement but it's not something that's that's normal here like it is up there we got right. what's called a freddy hole yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> about a four foot by eight foot hole in the ground to get in Oh, yeah. Tornadoes yeah. are coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but it's just what it is. I think I have a solution. It's just a matter of building it. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, back on the subject of building, uh, you know, he's talking about getting into doing something. The, the cool thing about building that I find is, first off, don't be intimidated by it. It's it's just wood, and we make more wood. We get, you know. Any piece you break or mess up, we have. We can send it to you fresh the new day. But when you build, and this is something that was new to me, because I'll be honest with you, when I took this job, I wasn't even, I didn't even really consider myself a builder's builder now. But I hang out with the likes of Greg Hahn and Tim Shurik and those guys. So it's tough for me to think of myself as a builder when you watch those guys. Oh, absolutely. But now, you know, I can build an airplane and... First of all, I really enjoy the building aspect of it. The thing that slows me down is because when I build it, I have I, I have to do pictures and video, and I'm updating manuals, and I'm doing tips and tricks and all that stuff. So it slows me down a little bit. But if I ever break something on my airplane, 
I know right where to go to fix it. That's a big advantage to building. Once you've built a couple, you understand the internal structure. And, you know, I see guys throw ARFs in the trash that they crashed that would have been perfectly fixable. You know, you pull the covering off, you go in there and you fix it. Right. right. So that's a big advantage to learning building and getting the techniques down because there's a lot of things you can repair and save yourself money down the road. Yeah. Well, that's the definition of being a professional is you know how to fix your screw ups. Right. right. That, that was the, the exactly. local hobby shop here that closed down here in the last year that had been, for, what, 30 years? Right. That was, uh, I've been in there multiple times where people want to get into it and, you know, they got these R's and he's like, no, you need to get that SIG LT40 right there. Go build it. Yep. And then come back to me and I'll show you the stuff that goes in it. Right. I, I 100% agree. The best the best training device out there is a high wing nitro powered trainer. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Every time it is the best training piece there is in a hobby. And they're fun, man. They're fun. That's the deal. Oh, they're they're, they're, they are fun, you know. And I get I get myself hooked on flying these big airplanes. You know, I, I love all the third scale stuff that I have. <laughs> But there, you know, I still have this corner over here of some old nitro stuff that I'm like, man, I need to dig that out. I never, until, you know, I was always the electrics and stuff, but bigger does fly better. Oh, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a, oh, absolutely I'm a, a, it does, yeah. You know, 100% with that, but there's something about just old flat bottom or even a symmetrical airfoil, you know, just a high wing trainer, you know. Right. Like you said, mm-hmm. tricycle gear. Man, <laughs> that's just all part of the fun of of figuring it out, you know. And and uh, Joe, you'll have to forgive us. We have a we have another buddy here with us tonight, Kirk. And uh, he's been silent. Yeah, he's the been, whole deal. He's he's been silent the whole evening. But I'm over he, here hiding in the corner. <laughs> he's a, he's a perfect example of what we're talking about. Is uh, Kirk and I met through the hobby. You know, became one of my best friends in life, and we met through the hobby and he showed up right. uh a, a friend of anyways we ended up down at the norman flying field and i showed up with uh one of our balsa built biplanes I, and i i show up to prove to this guy that i know how to damn fly an airplane you know i, I tend to do that it's an experience not meeting it, somebody right right. <laughs> right and uh this guy he shows up with a foam one of those it was a fly zone beaver yeah that. that's what he had <laughs> And, uh, it, a flying did he beer have, cooler. Did he have floats on it, though? No, no. I had the wheels on it. You got to have floats on it because nothing better than a wet beaver. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, so I, I fly this airplane. I'm like, man, okay, I can fly. So now let's try yours. You know, and it didn't end. I it mean, was awful. It was awful, you know. So I'm like, dude, as soon as you get rid of this pile of shit foam, and get you a balsa airplane with a nitro motor on it, you're going to enjoy doing what you're doing. So I went home and hit Craigslist. Come back about two weeks later, I found a SIG Cadet Senior, a guy had built and never flown. And Mm -hmm. I I flew that thing literally till the wheels fell off of it, and then I converted it to a tail dragger and kept on flying it till the motor wore out. And a friend of mine's dad still has that airplane. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. See, and I, and we just had this conversation the other day. Is, is I don't 
I don't give a. See, I'm not as 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 a neat, allergic to foam as Clint is. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it, right? I personally, I have no problem with it because everybody's got their thing they like to do, you know. And this is one of the things I promote all the time: is I don't care if you fly foam, I don't care if you fly free flight helicopters, it don't matter. We're all in the same hobby. And since you know, then, and it's we been... get we get into these arguments with guys. You know, with me, it's the Warbirds. It's the World War Two versus the World War One, and this and that and the other. And it's like I don't care what you fly, if it's foam, if it's cardboard, it don't make no difference. As long as you're out there enjoying it, then that's the key. And that's what I tell people all the time because people come up to me, and you know, hey, what about this? What about that? And I'm like, well, yeah, you can do that. You would whatever you want. Hey, can I put a can I put a hundred and twenty cc engine on a quarter scale cup? Well, sure you can. <laughs> you know, if that's what you, if that's what you want to do. It's not what I would recommend, but you could do that if you want to. Is whatever makes you happy. And and to me, because I've got that fly zone beaver. Is it the trade winds one? Uh, had the black and red trim on it. Okay, yours is different than mine. I have got. Or black the and orange trade trim. winds version of the I think it's a fly zone beaver. Uh, it's the red and the silver, and I have that, and I fly that thing all the time. I got it stuck on floats, and we go to the lake. I fly it off the lake. I still you know, have what's, what's left of it in Lane, the attic. I've so. got I've got baby Norman here, free channel, basically a cow with a wing. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh no, it it doesn't matter. The and. I, I probably beat up on the foam stuff, but at the end of the day, I see a lot of guys having fun with it. Man, you know, you watch. Uh, oh, I know you do. You watch I know any, you're full of crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You watch any YouTube videos on the the flight test? Uh, what are they? The flight fest stuff. Yeah, those, those guys oh, are yeah. out there with foam board yeah. stuff having a blast. Oh yeah, yeah hundreds oh, my, of people. Yeah, the dollar you know? foam board. And I tell you what, if you've never met Josh, he is some of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. And we did a thing when I was still flying with precision aerobatics. We did a, the second year when we came back, uh, we did a combat and we all did the, I mean, I believe we had, there's video, the video's out there. This is the year where him and so the two Joshes and then the whole crew was there. That's probably still, and TJ we, was still with them and everything. Yeah, we had, I think we had at least a hundred, uh, combat airplanes in air and i want you to know we couldn't hit each other it's a lot harder than you think isn't it? Our lives. <laughs> yeah. we've tried we that had an it's... absolute blast i've still got that airplane still here i've still got it it's their uh i can't remember what they call it it's one of their wings it's like the delta, the delta wing yeah the delta yeah. oh we i'm not gonna lie to you we we put some of those together here and uh, it's clint it's, and i tried to take each other yeah. out it's hard it's hard yeah absolutely now, if you're not trying, it, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Unintentionally, it's easy. Right. But when you're actually trying well, Pete, to take each other out. That was, the year, that was the year they had Pete there with them. And Pete went around and grabbed all the boxes and made that big C-130 cargo plane out of the cardboard boxes that were, everybody was throwing away. <laughs> yeah, now that and, guy does uh, some crazy stuff. Or Peter he Sleeper. had that, and they had it. I think it was a – I want to say it was a big Corsair. Another one of those foam flight, you know, the, the flight test stuff. And they had – streamers hanging off of it and they were flying that thing in real low lazy lazy circles you've ever seen in life and i want to tell you ain't none of us could get even close to it it was ridiculous 
good times, man. That, that's, oh, that's that was kind of neat. Because I mean, other than your time invested, you're using two dollar servos, uh, right? You know, four or five dollars worth of foam board and, and some hot glue, and, and I think the most expensive thing I had in that airplane was a receiver. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I still yeah, got you, your motor. You're talking thirty dollars, and you go out and have. Right, two million dollars worth of fun. We were and, having a blast, and all the motor, receiver, and, and speaker, to all that stuff's uh, You could salvage that, you know. Right. And we're getting old Clint to come around. We did get him to buy an electric aircraft this year. He did. Yeah, hey, there's something to be said for him. I've yeah. got, a, I've got a few of them. I tell you what, man. You see, you, we'll have to get together some. We'll get together now, and I'll show you that triplane. That triplane, I take that thing out and fly it. That's usually one of the first airplanes I fly when I go to an event because I can pull it out, slap a battery in it, and go. Uh, I don't have to do anything. I literally, uh, it goes in the trailer put up in one piece. All I do is put the battery on it. Right. And it's 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 in the air. So that's, there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. And that's <laughs> the one you're running, the two 3S 2200s? No, the triplane's running one, uh, one in uh, 40, 4250 pulse battery. And what's your flight for time sale? Um, it depends on how I'm flying it. If I'm flying it like a knucklehead, usually... Eight minutes. If I'm flying it like a scale DR1, I could probably get twelve. Wow. So that's yeah, that's that's pretty good. But see, you guys didn't know this. This is a, an often overlooked tip or a bit of history. That's how Rhinebeck or Rhinebeck. That's how uh, the Red Baron won so many battles. And I, I tell this story to people. They'll be out on the flight line watching me fly this airplane. And they'll come up and they'll be talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, you, a lot of people don't realize the reason why he was so successful. And they were like, well, why? And I'll put it in a torque roll and I'll go, it's because of torque rolls. <laughs> he did torque rolls all the time. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course, that's utter crap, but it makes for a good kick and all. Right, point. right. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Most people don't understand how aerobatic that airplane is. I mean, even even oh, a, yes. even the third scale airplane when you put it together it's solid as a baseball bat you yeah. know oh yeah you, you can yank yeah. it around pretty good. Well, I get a kick out of listening to to people behind me because I fly that that little six scale. If you've never seen one fly, that thing really does fly really really good, and it flies like the big one. But it'll also I'll, I have no problem bringing that one down three four feet off the ground inverted. <laughs> and you can, I hear him behind me going, wow, that thing really flies good. I can't believe he's that close to the ground. He's flying it upside down. These guys but, are crazy. You know, it's, it flies great. Then you got the guy standing over going, that's not scale. That's not, <laughs> that's not scale. I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite things is uh, taking these big, not, these big airplanes and, uh, you know, I've – of the two D7s, you know, the green one obviously is not scaled. The, the blue one is, it's pretty scale, you know. It, it's a, it, a legitimate color scheme, you right. know, for back in the day. But, uh, man, that... Well, that's that, one of the funniest things when you're flying that stuff because you do stuff with it that you probably shouldn't. Oh, and, sure. and you hear all the old guys back there going, well, that's not scale. Right. You know, and, dude, it just cracks me up. Joe was taking pictures of it at Joe Nall the first year I had it together. And uh, he was on the opposite end of the main line. Right. And it was evening time, and it was the first year I had it. And so I was assing off pretty good with it. And I got it off the ground and do what I do with it, you know. And oh, yeah. Oh, go straight up. Go straight up. Yeah. You know. And uh, 
I got it off the ground, and I, I flew the whole length of that runway to the end of the pilot station off the ground and just pulled straight up. Yep. And Joe was standing next to the guy, and he goes, well, that's not very scale. And Joe looked at him and says, it says, hold my beer on the side of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he walked over and told me that story, and I thought, well, at least it got its point across. Well, I think the next yeah. one, the next one you're building is going to be a little more risque on the name. It I is. think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's going to be it's going to be even more out there. Yeah. But. We're we're not going to divulge any of it yet, Joe. <laughs> but this this one might be too graphic to put on the website. I'm yeah, just going to oh, put yeah. that out there. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. afraid of any of that. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, just you know wait. What? You know what? I don't get any comments. So, you know, we talked about pictures earlier. I take thousands of pictures a year. Hell, I take thousands of pictures at each event. Right. And I've got the pictures of Clint's with the hold my beer. And then I've got another, uh, another guy uh, that I see at a lot of events and it's Mark and I can't, I, I feel bad because I can't remember his last name, but he's got a D seven that's done up in Finnish air force markings. True to scale, Finnish air force markings. Right. And if you don't know your history, <laughs> right. That has a swastika on the tail. Right. Yeah. Okay. The difference is, is the Swiss, this, the, the swastika, first of all, has been around for centuries. That was there way before some. It was a Native American good luck symbol. Yes, and he, took it, out he flipped it backwards. And people that don't know their history, they throw a fit about. I get more negative comments about that airplane than I do any of the other stuff that I place on there. And I keep trying to, and I, and I post articles, and I post, and I tell them it's Finnish Air Force. I said, here's one, here's the other. Look at them. They're different. And right. They they get so bent about that airplane. And I understand the condensation, uh, condemnation about it, and I get it. Right. I understand their hang-up, but learn your history a little bit. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. But nobody's ever said boo about Clint's airplane. I get a lot of LOLs <laughs> about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good well, stuff. Well, it, it, it's our version of you can have fun with – you can – I've flown with – the most beautiful airplanes, you know, and I've also flown with, you know, these guys that just throw them together and go, you know. Heck and, yeah. And that's my example of you don't, you can have these big badass airplanes, but they don't have to be. They don't have to be. Uh, you know, they don't have scale to be. Scale per se or. or all, uh, all completely scaled out. That's right. a, that's <laughs> an end user choice. You yeah. know, if you want to go through and do all this magnificent scale work, right. be more than happy. But. Yeah. We did this airplane as an example is you don't have to do that and you can still go have fun. Right. Right. The key the, the key to this hobby a lot of people don't understand. And the key to this hobby is is don't take yourself too seriously. Yep. You're supposed to be having fun. And if you're not having fun, then what are you doing? Well man, at the end of the day, we're playing with toys. Right. You I'm know, playing with toy airplanes. Yeah, you know, they pay I mean, me. at the they end of the day. Right. They pay me to be a five year old child. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so awesome. It's so love awesome. It. <laughs> and and we kind of feel that same way, you know. I mean, we we've gotten some pretty cool stuff from this deal from sitting around having a bullshit session. Yeah, you know? and some of that right. stuff was from you. I think you sent us a, a glue caddy so we could give it away at one of the events. You know, and dude, that's greatly yeah, appreciated. Right. You know, uh, it's just that was kind of in in our infancy, and I, I was just blown away that. People I think are, that might have been our first. Yeah, people are sending us stuff. First thing. Wow. Yeah, that was our first yeah. fun fly that we that yep. we kind of I don't yeah. want to say help put on, but. Uh, 
uh, Jarrett Watson and I announced it, and, and oh, we yeah. were all there having a blast with it. So, and I know that guy that walked away with it was pumped up. He's like, "Dude, this is so awesome!" Right? You know? Right? No, I, I kind of feel like I need one of those. Myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I actually told my wife I got a birthday coming up. She's like, "What do you want for my birthday?" And I sent her a picture of that the big one, the, the one with the drawers, yeah, the one right. that gave like away. The one. Oh, the yeah. bill caddy. Yeah. 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 The paper towel. Yeah, I came up with that idea last year. Now I will say that I didn't. What happened was, is I was talking to a customer and he sent me pictures of his airplane, and I saw this thing sitting on the back of his desk that was kind of similar to what we had there, and I said, uh, "Where did you get that?" And he says, "You know," he says, "I bought that from in Toledo off some old guy that's died 20 years ago, and that's one of the nicest things I've ever had for my bench." And I said, "Well, would you mind sending me some pictures of that? Because I'd, I'd I'd like to see if we can reproduce it." And uh, I got the pictures, and because my time on CAD isn't as high as my boss, I sent the pictures to him, and he had the thing drew in two days and was ready to go and cut them out and send them in, and that was it. That goes back to – yeah, it turned out pretty good. To Clint, his deal is wanting an old-school flight box like, you know, stuff that, you know, from the 70s or or 80s, when, you know, when people had flight boxes that – Actually, actually had a guy reach out to me. Did he? Yeah, and he's like, "Look, I need what you want in a flight box, you know, and I'm gonna build it. And if you want it, we'll deal with it then. And if you don't, I'm gonna use it. So he he's in the he's in the process of it. Just old school little old, drawers, little yeah. cubbies, yeah, yeah. So we're we're. I had I had some ideas about doing something like that on along that lines because I'm 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 working on a couple of designs now that I'm hoping to get out this winter at some point uh for some other little tooly type stuff like that but i thought about a flight box but then my mind is is going to i'm at the field and i'm looking around there's just not many glow guys out there anymore i, I, I know mark murdoch out the peacock pack should have my nuts for saying that but yeah. the glow guys where i'm at it's so i'm in a hobby desert understand that i my closest hobby shop is almost two hours away so for my guys at my field, glow fuel is not that easy to come by. Right. But, and uh, when you do when you do come by, that's twenty five dollars a gallon. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, it's just I'm, not I'm not trying easy. to interrupt you here. You that's the problem is everybody's thinking glow. I don't wanna I want a flight box that is related to gas. I don't wanna deal with glow. I got you. I see yo, what you're saying. Yeah. Yo we all have a set of some sort of set of wrenches. We all have ball drivers, yo, and mm-hmm. and cubbies for miscellaneous bolts and nuts. Right, just, yo, a, all just this, a nice all this, wooden box. Right, a nice wooden box. All these airplanes are put together with bolts, yo, and and a lot of the third scale stuff is yo has nuts backing it up or whatever. Yo, I just yeah, want to put something together for that. You got me thinking about it. Now, see, I, I don't, I don't think that way because my flight box is thirty foot long and it's got double axles. No, no, no. So, I understand yeah, yeah. that, but but wouldn't it be nice to have a small box that you could just cart out to your airplane with, yo? Know, okay, I've got my ball drivers. The essentials. I've got my ball drivers. Yeah. I've got my nut drivers. You know, because you use a ball driver and a nut driver together. And I, like I'm sure I don't know about you, but like I use old servo containers for mm-hmm. flight boxes. You know that you could fit two hardware or three. boxes, the blue high tech yeah. boxes. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you I can, got a ton of those. Right, 
you could fit, okay, I'm taking this airplane, this airplane, this airplane. You could fit those in the in that box and not have to worry about them. Right. right. Yeah, that's not a bad plan. And I we, actually had a buddy of mine. I have one of those, uh, uh, I think it's, uh, gosh, I can't, Stanley. Those rolling toolboxes with the three tiers. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I had him, because uh, I didn't have time, he went in and added a bunch of electronics and stuff to it and um, put a deep cell battery in the bottom of it. And I got a charger, and again, you know, like you were saying, I got tools and that kind of stuff in it. And when we go to places like Rhinebeck, I use that because the flight line, from where we have to put our tents up to where the flight line is, is a big is a big haul. And it's nice to have that to drag up to the flight line so I can charge and I can, you know, tools and all yeah, that essential stuff that's but, in there. But the deal with those is, is with your tools, it's still pretty much just a tackle box. Your tools are all just kind of tossed in a... A trough or something, you know. Right. It'd be nice yeah, to have well, something to have them all I, I, handles down and a little bit. And I use those those tackle box inserts is what I do for most of my stuff. Okay. I mean, I I think there's a I think there's a spot there. I don't know that it'd be a huge seller, but it's a there's a spot there I for ch- for a yeah, box. Yeah, like I'm, I'm I'm catching what you're throwing. I'm thinking that's a good idea. Maybe there could be Absolutely. a joint effort and make it like a scrap pile edition or something. Yeah, like yeah. That, you know? Laser, <laughs> Laser. No, I'm horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the marketing guy. I'm sorry. I just think of this stuff. But uh, Heck yeah, you know, there's just I, I think there's a I think there's a spot there. You know, I would like one. It's just what it is. But you know, I'm. As much as you can build and this, that, and the other, that's just something that's beyond me. You know, I, I can't, I can't fathom putting it together. Well, you know, and something that he was talking about, you know, like a deep cell battery and stuff like that in there. Maybe if you use like, you know, the the charging technology and the battery technology has gotten a lot better. You know, so if you're trying to charge your like your flight packs or something like that, if you had like one of those small little ISDT chargers, maybe a little 5000, you know, four cell lipo in there running it, you know, to where you can just go and set it by your plane, charge your light, got all your stuff right Right. there, a small, a small field box that you can just set right there and it's got everything you need. And that's another question. And I'm not, I'm not trying to beat up on you or anything, but with all the badass charging, with all the badass charging technology, why that I quit hauling around a deep cell battery five years ago. (laughs) It's all generators. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could do something there, but it's, it, you know, it's got a, it's got it's like a small marine deep cell on the bottom of it. Right. It's on wheel. It's on wheels. I don't it's, lift it. I roll it. Right. And it, and it does more than just. It's got. It charges phones. It charges. Well, yeah. Batteries. It's just. And I had the box. That was the thing. Right. I had gotten the box back years ago because I was doing a lot more indoor flying, and that was a nice box to take to the indoor fly-ins because you could put everything down inside there and just wheel it into wherever you were going to go. And uh, that's so I had the box sitting here. Man, it actually, it's got banana plugs on the outside. I can plug chargers in. I can. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. See, now you've got me all jacked up on this because when I go to the flying field now, it's not where it's not. I just take a plane and a radio out there. No, I'm taking a plane, a radio, and now I've got a camera. You know, USB to charge my phone. I might have a computer with me. You know, to to mess with drone stuff yep. or setting up. You know, stabilizing systems or whatever. You might have all this stuff. So if you could charge all that stuff as well holy my setup, geez. my setup is ridiculous casey my <laughs> yeah, setup yeah. is completely ridiculous <laughs> because when i go to an event i have cameras i have video equipment I oh have, yeah uh you know i have gimbals i have computers because when i when i get done shooting for a day i i need to come i try to keep everything current 
Right. What I do is I've got the the, the Mark IV actually has a real the real cool Bluetooth feature. Right. So what I'll do is I'll take a bunch of pictures, and it always throws people off because I'll be sitting there taking pictures of them flying. And I'll go sit down on my chair, and before they land, I've got pictures of the airplane posted online. <laughs> right. Yep. I, I throw the stuff over to my phone, and I've got light. I put Lightroom on my phone, so I can yep. Lightroom. Lightroom it right edit there. Right on my phone. Absolutely. And do it right like that. So my setup is ridiculous. And you know, I that, hear you with all the stuff. Right. And that's funny. You say, I told Clint, you know, I've never been to uh, Joe Nall or anything like that, but I was thinking when I go, I want to take like a little 27 inch flat screen TV, take a printer. You know, and I can Wi-Fi all my, you know, as I'm taking pictures, just go into my computer. I can sit down and edit, just have those things scrolling on the screen and selling prints right there at the show. And if you can't buy yeah. it there, it's online. You can get it. You know, yeah, exactly. you can download. Dude, I, that's just, I'm all jacked up. You got me all jacked up, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a technology weirdo. The newest, the newest technology that a, a guy of mine, a buddy of mine from the field, uh, uh, turned me on to that I had no idea because I'm getting into 3D printing. Um, I'm actually working towards producing our own 160L gun kits is what I'm, what I'm going towards. Right. That's awesome. Um, but the lithophanes. Yes. Lithophanes are awesome. I was awesome. flying my albatross this year at our event and a buddy of mine from the club went home, come back the next day and he handed me this orange piece of plastic. I'm like, what the heck is that? He says, hold it up for the bike. Right. And it was a picture of my airplane. <laughs> I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, absolutely. It's so awesome. It's like a little black and white picture, but yeah. It, it, well, it looks like it tricks your mind and yeah. it's got color to it. Yep. it it's weird. It tricks oh, yeah. your mind to thinking it's not black and white. It's weird. Well, and some of those so lithophanes too, uh, with the software or whatever, you can print like a little card that goes behind it that makes it color. So if you print it in like white PLA or whatever, you print this yeah. file and it looks awful. I mean, it looks awful. Yeah. It's just it's just all hazy and just some color. And you're like, what the heck is that? You put it behind it, and it's an absolute color picture. Lithophane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, dude, it's crazy. It's insane. I've got, man, I've got a 3D printer. I haven't gotten that cool with it yet, but I, I want to. I've been doing I, some. I did a couple yeah. of lithophanes already for my grandbaby, and, and they turned out pretty good. So Yeah, I'm at, like, I've printed some mic stands for up here for mobile stuff and some speaker stands for, like, my studio monitors on my desk and just some nice. I think I printed a, a a pot for one of my wife's flowers. She was pumped on that. She's like, "What are you going to do with that thing?" I'm like, "Here, I'll print you a pot. Check this out." You know, so Yeah. That this... thing's pretty cool. I've been playing around with it. I haven't had a chance to really sit down and get crazy with it, but like my new uh uh Tim Shurick and Ron Pound got a uh, those are buddies of mine that I hang out with at the Warward at the uh Dawn Patrol Pines. And Tim is actually the guy that built my new uh third scale Newport 28. And the guns on that are 3D printed. Right. It's got the third scale guns on it, and they're amazing. <laughs> they're really and, nice. Now, now is it just like straight out of the 3D printer, or is it got like an acetone bath so it's nice and smooth and painted up? Or uh, They sanded it down and, and painted it. Yeah. See, I, I've been looking at that acetone stuff where, they're, where it looks like it's machine smooth. Yeah, you could acetone it so smooth. it smooths it out. Yeah. yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah, if, it's I, nutty. If I, Another hobby. Oh, yeah. If I spent more time <laughs> doing some of this stuff instead of just researching it, I might actually get something done. Right. You know, that's That'd my be a problem. genius. Yeah. I just go down the rabbit hole of trying to learn. I learn it all, but I don't ever apply it. That's that's probably my right. issue. <laughs> Maybe old mean Joe here will give you some Man, I'm, I'm motivated right now. I, I'm just so, I, I just want to go do something right now. Right. Yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way. Yep. I took like a six-hour nap today before I showed up here. Gee, Dang. Right, so I'm going to be up all night motivating right. on, uh, 
<laughs> on this airplane, I'm sure. I had a, I had a list of honeydews today. We had to get the house cleaned up and get all the stuff out of the attic so we can put up the Christmas tree, all that stuff. Which uh, yeah. I got that list tomorrow. I'm betting I, the I get Christmas to do lights tomorrow. Yeah, man. so we got all that going on. Yeah. Nice. Did you already get the Christmas tree up, Joe? Oh gosh, yes. My my wife does all that. I don't touch it. I wish I had that opportunity. Man, no I don't joke. touch the tree. I just got to do all the lights outside. <laughs> uh, you know how I fixed that problem? I went and got some of those projectors. Yep. Yeah, I've got some of I those too. <laughs> That's all I do. It's all part of the fun. Man, I've got a yeah, neighbor. Well, she's she's uh, amazing at that because she goes through. She, she, uh, you know, my job is my job is to carry the boxes upstairs. Right. That's right. my job, and then she she gets it done. I did make the bows. So I got, I made the big bows that are on top of the trees. I did those. But other than that, she's responsible for all of the Christmas decorating. And it looks fantastic every year. See, my wife is one of those amazing ladies that she wants me to help, but I don't help correctly. So I end up not helping at all. You know, you know, that's kind of how that goes. She's like, oh, well, here, put that there. No, not like that. You know, I'll like, just do it myself. Right. Yeah. 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 It's kind of one of those. And then next thing you know, I'm sitting on the couch drinking a beer, watching her decorate the Christmas tree. Right. You know, right. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back. I married, to it. I married an old farm girl. And yeah. She she's a worker, man. And she uh, she's she's not even she's not out of my league. She's playing a whole different sport. Right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she she puts up with me and she puts up with this hobby and all the stuff that I do. And I, I just I couldn't do any of it without her. So. Right. That's the way mine is, too. I, it sounds like I'm talking shit. I'm really not, you know. It's oh, just, yeah. No, I, I say yeah. that all the time. We were over. Uh, we, I, I, we went and bought. She she went a new kitchen. So, she got of course, she got a new kitchen. And we Absolutely. were over at the uh, uh, Best Buy. We went over there to look at, quote, unquote, look. Because, you know, we'll go check them out and see what they have. And then we'll go buy them someplace else. Because who thinks about going to Best Buy to buy appliances? Well, it just happened to be Labor Day. And they were having their big sale. And we ended up saving tons of money. Right. But we're standing there talking to this young kid, and he had to be, and I want to tell you, Noah from Best Buy in Lansing. Yeah. You're still there. You do a great job. This kid must have been 20. You know, young, young kid. But he knew his business. And he was a salesman, and he knew what he was doing. And we're standing over there talking, you know, and he says, she, we're, she's trying to decide between I can't remember if it was the stove or the fridge, but she was. She looks up at me and she says, well, "What are you thinking?" I said, "Honey, as long as you can get your ass in the kitchen to make me a sandwich, I don't care." Right? Ooh, yeah. that kid, <laughs> I thought that kid was going to have a heart attack. Right? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't pull that, that one off. <laughs> no, I pull that one all the time. That's 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 just a that's just a sign of a good marriage. Noah said, "Where can I find oh, me yeah. one of them at?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noah said, "I need yeah. you got a sister." Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I could pull that one off. I just don't know. I never tried. Right. Yeah, she's uh, she she knows I'm full of crap. She knows <laughs> oh, I have yeah. a good game, yeah. but then I turn around, I do exactly what I'm told, just like the rest. Of us. Yeah, I've got I've got the wife that you go out to dinner with your friends, and you've talked all kinds of shit all night. And you're in the car going home. She goes, well, was that fun for you? And I'm like, absolutely. And she goes, you're welcome. I let you, I let you hold that up the whole time. I didn't bust nice. your balls. I didn't throw you under the bus. I let you just have it. Just remember that. Like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. My stepdaughter said something the other day about she needed to load the dishwasher. So I said, I need to load the dishwasher, too. Get your mom a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of, are you drinking a beer this evening, Joe? Uh, no, no, actually, oh. I am not. Oh, man, sober Joe. 
Sober. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker. I, I have occasional drink. I just I'm down in my shop is where I'm at. I didn't go. I was honestly I was too lazy to go back upstairs and get myself something to drink. So. Well, after the last couple of shows, we've been trying to clean it up a little bit. Oh, we're, we're definitely man. taking a lot easier tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is probably one of our clean shows. I think I could honestly put this one out without it saying explicit in it. Right. right. Ah, no, I was nice. back using the restroom while gone. I heard Clint. He, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he had a couple slip ups. Yeah, well, hey, it's all that, good. a couple's okay, man. That's pretty good. Right, it's when it's right. every other word. I tell you what, I tell you what, guys. I, I want you to know, I, I'm in the circle and I hear a lot of things going on, and I've heard lots of good things, and I've listened to. I have. I will say, I, I wasn't like the guys you had on the last show that have listened to all of them because I just haven't had the time. No, but no I've listened yeah, to several, agree, and I think yeah. you guys are doing a really good job. Well, it's, man, that, that me in my that. mind right now is probably one of the best RC podcasts out there. Well, man, that that so. means uh, so much that you, you can't yeah, even understand. We, we do appreciate that. Now, uh, it. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're just we, kind of laying it out there. We you, just lay it out there like yeah. it is. And, it's not and edited. Go with it. Yeah, it's not edited. You know we don't, what? I we think don't hold that's back. what makes it so good because everybody that listens to the show can relate to you guys, whether or not they know you or not. Right. So, to me, probably one of my best friends on this whole planet is Lane, and when they had uh, when they were doing the Crash Cast before right. Crash passed away. That was the RC podcast. That was. That was the one that, yep. you, that you did. And uh, since that had to end with Crash's unfortunate early demise, uh, you guys are it. I mean, it, there's just nothing else out there. <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> there's well, nothing it, else out there. Well, nothing we, that, I shouldn't say there's nothing else out there, but there's nothing out there that I care to listen to. Well, so. we try to keep it real. Uh, obviously, we all three of us have different backgrounds in the hobby you know so that helps uh it's just it's all part of the fun and it's yeah you get what you get you know unfortunately that's that's we're just throwing it out there well i don't think it's unfortunate exactly what i think makes it worth listening to because it's you know i i don't think i've met any of the other ones of you personally if i did i don't remember talking to you but clint i know and i've had several conversations and we've hung out some and and you can just tell you know, you guys are you, you guys are your friends, and you know, and you have a passion for the hobby, and that's what's important. You're, you're sharing that with everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And man, I look forward to meeting you because this has been probably you know not not to discount any of the stuff before it, but man, this has been an awesome show, and it's, it's been, been awesome show, talking to you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we got to give him a little little uh, little spot here. You know, holiday 2020, right? Yeah, we've got, uh, right now we're doing the Holiday 2020, all caps, no spaces. That's going to do 10% off all kits. Uh, we've got that going on, and tomorrow, actually, uh, I'll be doing the What's in the Box uh, giveaway. Uh, as of, I'm going to post one more picture, uh, probably tonight when we're done. And Because as of this moment, I haven't had anybody guess what's in the box. Ooh, so, <laughs> they're, yes. they're not. They're not getting it. They're, and they, nobody's. Nobody's to this point even been close. Well, so. <laughs> I think step one is you cut a hole in the box, right? Right. Well, step two, yeah, you the, put your junk in that box. Wrong box. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hey, it's a dick in a box, dude. I mean, there, there went there. There went the knot. There we go. Watch that. 
Yeah. If you've never watched that video, that video was just Oh, it's so awesome, man. <laughs> that kid's talented, Andy. Oh, yeah, dude. Man. Andy Sandberg, Justin, or no, it's not. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah. yeah. Justin oh, Timberlake. So yeah. good. Yeah, that that was awesome. Oh, it's I so good. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to post one more video or one more picture. So I've got the, the, the been given tips and hints, and nobody's got it yet. And I think I've been making the hints too hard. But this next one, you ought to be able to figure out what it is, and then we're going to do a, a giveaway for that. And then we've got lots of stuff coming. The new quarter scale first episode, I should say the first full episode, is going to launch tomorrow. It would launch tonight, but I don't feel like waiting on YouTube to upload it tonight. Right. right. And then, uh, of course, the builds continue, and we've got uh, Shop Time Live coming up. I've got uh, the basically most of the board from NASA. We're going to talk about the national uh, – uh, Association of Scale Air Modelers. Uh, we're going to do that. And then uh, I've got Mike Patty on the line. Uh, I'm working towards getting Bruce Dickerson from Iron Maiden. Um, Dude, that's a, that's going to be I've a good the, one. Trying to get the guys from Rhinebeck, but the guys from Rhinebeck, they, they have a – the only downside to Rhinebeck is poor Wi-Fi signal. So I don't know if I'll be able to do them like we well, did the Golden Age guys, but I'd like to. Right. You say uh, – did you say Mike who? Patty. Dude, he's talking Not about Patty. like like Scrappy Draco. Scrappy Draco, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is it yeah. Patty or Patty? I I don't know. Is it Patty or it's Patty? Patty. I guess I it's don't Patty. Know. I, My I, Patty. Sorry, okay. I, if yeah. I got that wrong, but he's Holy he's agreed shit. to be on. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Joe's getting good names, man. Yeah. Motivated Joe be doing some stuff, man. We're over <laughs> here slacking. The, the young lady from Culver Props is going to be on. I had Colonel Thacker lined up, but we know. Uh, unfortunately he passed away a couple weeks ago oh no um let's see i've got some of the guys from um the stratus program i got uh i can't even remember who all i've got lined up i got lots of people joe's going list. hard man yeah joe's man. going hard <laughs> yeah hey and this leaves a good spot make sure you check our show notes because i'm gonna make links to, to joe's youtube channel Balsa USA, you know, Ryan back aerodrome. So you can give back to those guys, maybe purchase something to help them out. Golden, golden Gold age, age yeah. all of that stuff. I've links in the description right, for all of that. Right. Absolutely. Well, Perfect. Joe, we're going we're gonna to pause for a break here. We sure appreciate you. Yeah. You've been amazing, man. Thank you for taking the time out, man. Well, thanks for having me on guys. I really appreciate it. And if you ever uh, want to do it again, just give me a shout. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to hang out and get some, uh, get some, I look forward to that. Some photo, Actually, some I, photo I, stuff from to you. Joe Nall this year, right? I am. I will be at Joe Nall this year. Well, there you go. That's where you'll meet me that. All if right. We don't see you before that. That's definitely where we'll see. You I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward more to Joe Nall now than I was. You Absolutely. Know, even yeah, 24 hours. Ago. I'm going right. to Oh my goodness. Casey, have you ever been to Joe Nall? I have not. It, I'll He's be, not made it. I'll you're going to, you, you're going to uh you're gonna poop the bed this this year with all the covid stuff that jonal is going to be ridiculous they're gonna set records for everything i guarantee it i'm popping the jonal cherry this year gotta get there on thursday this year ridiculous that that jonal i'm actually a little bit concerned yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be be packed that's gonna be perfect i'm looking forward to it All right, we're going to take a break. Joe, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Been a good one, man. Guys, I appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. All right, guys. Take care. You don't have a guitar in your hand. Am I supposed to on this? 
Now you tell him. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Casey. You no, don't no, have no, 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 no. We gotta give him what they fucking want, Clint. <laughs> Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile. Back by popular demand, Mr. Casey Davis. I don't know, boys, but I think we're going to have to start out doing this on the, the break entry. Something different every time. Yeah, at least that's kind of the response we got, it seems like. That's all I got. He said that's all he's got. Fingers are tired. Fingers are tired. <laughs> Been a long day. <laughs> We appreciate it. I know everybody else does. Hanging up the old axe on his way back. Bumping the mic stand. Bumping the table, Swapping all the good the, stuff. The it's all because of Clint, man. He makes me do this shit. Whoa, 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 we were whoa. we were sitting here taking a break, and he's like, "Man, you playing guitar?" When we come back in, I'm like, "Gosh, dang it! I don't even know what I'm going to play." Why do I get blamed for all this? Because it's your fault. Why yeah. do you, Why do you get blamed for anything, Clint? Because you caused it. I didn't cause nothing. You're the one that played and everybody loved it. Because you said, hey, are you playing guitar on this one? I feel like I have to do it because you asked me to. Oh, okay. I'm not going to ask you next time. You kind of do. I mean, you get put on the spot. You got to do something. Maybe. Or maybe not. I mean, I could totally be an asshole and be like, nope, not going to do it, Clint. Well, it's not me that's going to be upset. It's our listeners. And I don't want our listeners upset. Well... I'm a people pleaser. That's probably a problem that I have. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> He's in the for uh, uh, All I have to that statement is this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just got a big thumbs up, guys. <laughs> hey, you hand, you hand those out pretty steadily. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, what's uh, What's bad? Sometimes I'm I mean like thumbs up, like heck yeah, and then other times I'm like just using it as a like whatever, dude. And you never know which. Oh man, I had a boss one time. I don't know if I said this before or not, but it was I was always like, "You're all right." That's what I told my boss. I was like, "Man, you're all right." And it took him about two or three months to catch on when I said, "Man, you're all right." When I meant fuck you. And then I got everybody in the shop. Hey, Gary, you're all right. Oh, yeah, it was great stuff, man. That guy quit. Yep. That guy quit. He couldn't handle it anymore. I, I was walking through our warehouse the other day at work, and I was honestly trying to remember what that word. You're all right. That's why I, I couldn't remember if he told him he was awesome or, you know, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember. Now, I, I bet I remember this time. You're all right, boss. Yeah. You, all, <laughs> you know what? You're all right. Dude, it was so funny because he would like, you know, People have to get on to you sometimes to get the best out of you. And I totally understand that. And I'm not upset at that guy for that at all, you know. And sometimes you slack and you need to be put in your place. I get that. And I definitely needed it, you know. I mean, there's no two ways about it. 
But this guy would pretty much ream me in the nicest way possible. He was, he was kind of one of those bosses that would build you up, you know, and everything like that. But he was doing it in a way where you felt horrible about how you've been acting, you know, kind of like when you're a kid, you know, dad's getting on to you. You're a great kid, but you know, if you would do this and that, you know, it was kind of one of those build you up kind of deals. And I would look over at him after he was done with a big grin on my face. <laughs> you know what? You're all right. <laughs> and like I said, it took him months to catch on to the, like what I meant, you know? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was good stuff, man. It was good stuff. How about that Joe Vermillion? Dude, that guy, man, I am motivated just after talking. To, that guy probably does more stuff in a day than I do in a month. Right. Super guy. I drive seven hours to get to the shop. What? I don't drive seven hours uh, to do anything. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's crazy. That's awesome. You know how far I could get in seven hours? How far? Damn near Memphis, St. Louis, Houston. Right. Yeah, Houston's about seven. Uh, yeah. I did that drive not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, with some time to spare. Right. Seven hours. Gotta if I'm driving it. seven hours, I'm on vacation, fellas. <laughs> hey, which one of you dudes got my lighter? Not me. Not me. Can I borrow one? I ain't got. I, I got my lighter. That's okay. I'll give it back. You better, Kirk. You got a lighter? Nope. Oh boy. Oh, Kirk. I think I People left it. Don't I, know. I think I had it over there. Probably. Yeah, Kirk's we, with us. Yeah, we got Kirk with us tonight. That's Kirk he was, was actually him. supposed to be one of the uh, original founding members, but right. life got in the way for him. Absolutely. Too many things going on. Job, work. We got him now. House. Yeah, we got know. we got him now. Uh-oh. We I got understand. him tonight anyway. Life yeah. does get in the way. <laughs> Actually, man, we're going to have to make this an early night because apparently he's going to be over at my house at a butt crack of dawn in the morning because i got to tent some windows. He needs some motivation. Yeah. And Kirk's going to give it to me. That's one thing I like about Hand Kirk. Hand cut, he's too, always, Well, no, I, I still got the computer. We're all right. You have that? <laughs> you yeah. got that? I mean, you're going to have that truck on there? Yeah. Right on. Why wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, it might it's take. Like a, I might have to do an. Truck I might have to do an United update States. on the software, but I mean, they've made that same model truck for the past five or six years. That should be good. Okay. And if not, dude, I'll hand cut it. I'm old school like that. It's all right. Yeah, get the old. Uh, dude, uh, that was one of those things. Pull out when the Olfa. Oh yeah. Ulfa, when I, when yeah. I, dude, it was so funny, man. You know, tent windows and these young guys coming in and everything. Like all they've ever had was a computer to cut this stuff out. Dude, I've been doing this over 20 years, you know, <laughs> mid nineties. You yeah, didn't have yeah, that. Yeah something, yeah. yeah. something comes in the shop that ain't in the computer. They're like, uh, we can't tent this yeah. microwave, you know, with a razor oh, blade, yeah. torch in the seams. And which man, I was pretty guilty of that too. Once I got used to that computer, I was like, eh, it's not in the computer. We'll have to charge a little bit. That's yeah, kind of like a, a laser cut, cut model versus that, a hand cut model. Yeah. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. But no, I mean, I've still got the skills to do it. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a little while. You know what? I think it's been over a year since I have tinted anything. So, your truck, it, it I'll might get take you back two. in the swing. Of right. It. That's it. It might look amazing and it might not, but we'll, we'll know tomorrow. I bet you. Either way, the price is right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> can't bi- complain. Yeah, you can't bitch if it's free. That's that's how you get out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're fucking tinting windows for free? No. I, I, well, we got a deal worked out. It's a little bit of a trade out. It ain't a free I know, deal. I know. I'm just. What? What is it we always say? Just never be even? Yeah, that's it. That's my goal with like my best friends is I don't ever want to be even. You know, I don't want them to ever be even with me. I don't want to ever be even with them. I want, you know, it's kind of like. We're always one up on each other. That's no matter it, what. That's, that's it. That's my favorite that's, saying. That's all how come I want out to be. wash. Yep. That's you know it. Mean? Which man had a guy I used to work with. And we, out, we both tried to outwork each other day in and day out. 
dude, we had we got so much stuff done, had so much free time to do whatever we wanted, never had an issue. And that guy would try to work harder than me, and I would try to work harder than that guy. And I can't tell you who worked harder because we were both doing the same thing. It, man, that was the best work relationship I've ever had. Good teamwork that way. Well, you got to have a good team. Oh, yeah. You have to. If you don't, it's just not going to work. And I'm over here flying with turkeys. <laughs> man. Yeah. Fly, I, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Right. It's hard to soar with eagles when you fly with a bunch of turkeys, yeah. man. No. Yeah. You guys are my turkeys, though. It's okay. Man, I've always been like a peacock. Yeah, I'm kind of off on the uh, dumb euphemisms or whatever the heck you want to call those. Jeez. We're all a little behind. It's yeah. okay. This guy. He's had a rough day, so. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me, man. But it'll be okay. Clint, Clint will so throw good. you under the bus in about two seconds. So, don't do that, So brother. what did the underside of that bus look like? Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't do I that. I hear you had a real clear view of it. Hey, well, it was dirty and the motor's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Muffler's a little loose. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I just said you had a rough day. Yeah, but I know what you were alluding to. <laughs> no, you no. the Miller Lights, man. Oh. Man, it's kind of a different they story. Going? You, no. you got to watch. What you, uh, yeah, you got to watch when you give Clint you a hard time. You want to share your Miller Lights with me, man? Right. You can have all the Miller Light you want. What do you mean you got to watch when you give? You got you got to watch when you give you a hard time because if you've had if you're under the influence of some like <laughs> hunter proof wild turkey, you're gonna throw some stuff out there that you wouldn't if you just had a couple of Miller Lights. I'm just saying <laughs> that's no shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> really dark, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, man. I was scared last week, just a little bit. Hey, while you're at it, right. he had a rough last week, didn't he? He I had did. a rough he day. He had a real rough last Friday night. Oh, yeah. It ended rough, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Boy. <laughs> There's still comet all over the floor and the walls in that bathroom in there. At <laughs> least it's clean. <laughs> I will say that. Clint might destroy your bathroom, but he'll come over the next day and make sure it's right. Oh, oh how sweet. Oh, man. That was rough. Way too much hundred proof. Oh. Man. You know, actually, I was a little bit leery coming in to edit the show. I was like, oh, gosh, what am <laughs> I walking into? Is this, gonna be... this is going to be. No, no, I wasn't worried about, like, the mess or anything like that. I was worried about how am I going to make this show go out and not be too ridiculous. And it wasn't that bad. I was amazed. <laughs> well, I came in for a, just a brief moment. The, the wife came with me, and as we're leaving, she looked at me and said, uh, y'all need a shot collar for Clint. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody hit the button. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, that's one of those double-edged swords of Clint, man. Uh, there's, there's a part of me, when it's directed at someone else, I absolutely yeah. love it. I think it's the greatest thing ever. Now, when it's directed at me, I'm kind of like, eh, come, come on, on, man. Come man. on, take it a little bit easy. Yeah, yeah, We've known each other. we got some history, homie. Come we was on, homies, man. man. <laughs> it wasn't none of it directed at you. No, no. Well, some Awkward situations. You, you, you put some awkward in there, but it's all right. <laughs> I think we covered it pretty good. Hey, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I still love Larry. He put me in an awkward situation tonight. Boy. <laughs> Jeez. It's man. fun. That's what we do I, to I each other, man. But his awkward situation wasn't near as bad as the one I... I... No, it's not. But but I think, I think we got away with it clean, man. I think we got away with it clean. Boy. Time will tell. Time, Time will tell. tell. That's it. Yeah, I'm wait. I'm waiting for that phone call. Right. <laughs> I, 
I've already. I, I asked him once this week. I said, "You caught any heat over that?" And he said, "Not yet." Not I yet. Said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which man? It's what's really funny is you know we'll get comments and stuff in the group and things like that. And I'm like, "Hey, what'd you mean when you said this?" Or you'll get a private message, and I'm like. You act like I remember what I yeah. said three days ago. Yeah, I, that, I'm sorry. I don't that's know. That's happened. A bunch of people make a comment. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, like, mm. like <laughs> don't we? You know, we take this pretty lightly. You know, and, and we'll throw some stuff out there, and uh, we might not remember it. You know, there, there are there. Hey, there's sometimes when we've had a couple of beers. There's other times when we've had more than a couple. Let's right. just put it that way. And and you guys have all hung out with your friends. Do you oh, remember yeah. on on some of the best nights you've ever had? Can you actually remember what happened? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Well, it usually comes and goes over the last the next right. three or four days. Yeah, you, like, you did, yeah, you get some cl- that motherfucker did. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get some clarity over days. You know, somebody will spark that memory. You're like, oh wait, maybe oh, I yeah. did do that. Well, oh. and and what people don't. Re- understand about this is it again it's not scripted it's not there's right this is all freehand if you will i mean there there are no you know, notes on this table yeah and there's yeah. no <laughs> notes in my head you right know? so people are asking me about something i said and i'm like uh uh yeah. uh i gotta go to the episode and be like uh yeah can when, you, when right. did i say this yeah so could I you go get, listen yeah can you give me a time reference <laughs> so i can check this out i mean because you know the at the end of the day you hear at the same time we do <laughs> right. You know, it's just a couple of days later. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, boy. It's all part of the fun. <clears throat> Absolutely. But we appreciate those questions, concerns, comments. 100, 100%, man. Yeah, be sure and reach out. Let it, us know. It makes my day when I wake up in the morning and I got a whole inbox of messages. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, geez. You know? <laughs> What'd Clint do now? Yeah, I'm going to have to figure this out over some coffee. You know? <laughs> And it's funny because people seem to go to you before they come to you. Well, what's funny is there there are certain people that go to you and there are certain people that go to me or Larry or, or however it works. Dude, and it's, it's just awesome. And what's funny is I don't know if you've caught on to this yet, but usually I'm like, man, you have to ask Clint about that. So, yeah. so you're getting a lot of those. So. Yeah. Right, right under the bus, Clint goes. Well, and then, I mean, and then uh, I'm I just have, directing traffic. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. Just Direct, directing traffic. traffic. Yeah. And I have no fucking clue because I don't get a heads up. I don't get a yeah. nothing. Well, what's funny is I will send it to you, and then two seconds later, you're sending me a message. Goes, what the hell is this dude talking about? I'm like, I don't know. That's why I sent him to you. Yeah. God. I was hoping you remembered. Uh, yeah. Then we got to go research. Yeah. It. Well, knowing good and well that you don't remember because I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of remembering, we gotta we gotta think of something. Uh, we gotta mention something coming that we're gonna have to remember over the next uh, couple months, starting at the first of the year. Oh yeah, so we've got some changes gonna happen. Yeah. So we're gonna call it season two. You know, after the first year, we're gonna start a new season. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure on what that is yet, but we've got some stuff in the works that, man, hopefully you guys will enjoy. Yeah, I, I think they will. Yeah, and here's the biggest deal on it. I want feedback. So after, I mean, after it's out, we'll we'll got we'll let you guys know, or or you'll know when it's out what we're kind of doing. We're but still gonna do a weekly show. Absolutely gonna do a weekly show. But it, it, we might add one in there every. It day. might be there might be an addition, <laughs> and I'm gonna count on you guys. I want to hear feedback. I want to know what oh, you guys think of it. If you want more, or if there's certain topics you want to, you know, want to hear about. Right. We, we we definitely we need you involved on this. We're gonna need you guys just as much as 
Well, I was going to say you need us, but you don't need us at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, Casey. I know, I know. But, I mean, that's one of those help me help you kind of things. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, give us your feedback. Give us your thoughts. Give us your you know, wants. Right. Always. And we'll, and we'll do the best we can to see if we can make that happen for you. Absolutely. I need to. I want to send a special shout out to Joe Vermillion. Thank him for being on this evening. Absolutely, Absolutely. man. He's he's one of the first guys to send us anything to help us with the uh, yo fun fly and oh yeah yo in our infancy of doing this. And man, that dude is a busy dude doing big things with big people. And he right. t- and he took a lot of time out the day. I mean, I think it was almost an hour, hour and a half. Well, almost almost two almost hours. Two hours. Yeah. That he spent with us tonight, so that's that's we, awesome. We man. appreciate it, and, that, yep. and he had just gotten off with the uh, off the show with yeah, off did, his show with uh, right. Yeah, he just did a live deal with Golden. Golden I think Age. it's Golden Age. Yeah, yeah. and so, man, go check that out. Which you know there'll be stuff in the show notes. I'll send you links to all that stuff so you guys can click right to it. Right, and of course, uh, you know TJ and Jason Duran, and we appreciate all you guys and what you do for us. No, oh, yeah, Buddy RC. Yeah. OMP Hobby. Absolutely. BatteriesUSA.com. ZDZUSA.com. ZDZ Engines USA. ZDZEnginesUSA.com. I, I want to uh, say something because I'm, I'm pretty interested in this deal. Uh, Josh Yarbrough from uh, San Angelo, Texas. Right. They have a uh, huge indoor flying. Tiny. It's called... 2021 tiny it's going to be uh march 5th 6th and 7th that's the 15th year of this indoor thing and they're, 15th they're, year that's good they're doing this in a uh coliseum like 100 foot 100 foot plus roof rc they got a delta delta race uh supposed to be wild lots of room for activities lots of room for activities uh yeah, man, I'm getting some messages. I think he's coming up for our indoor deal. Well, yeah. Don't be let down, Josh. I'm sorry. I, it's not well, a Coliseum, Well, I've seen bro. a picture that Coliseum they're doing. Yeah. 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 We got an auditorium, not a Coliseum. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to put that yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, if anybody's in that Texas area, San Angelo, I think it's it's around the uh, – uh, what part of – the southeastern or southwestern part of Texas. Yeah, don't look at me. I don't know anything about Texas. I'm trying to think of a town that it's it's – Right around, but uh, anyways, it's supposed to be a nice little, beautiful little town. San Angelo is, and and it's a man, it's an event, you know. That's that's how many three, hours is that from us? Three days, uh, it's six hours. Six hours, that's not horrible. It's about the same from here, and that's when he told me where I was at. I was, I was like, me, but it's it's about the same from here to there as it is from here to uh, Ice House. Well, Joe kind of put it in perspective, that guy drives to a shop. That's seven hours seven away. Hours. It's it's less than seven hours. Right. It's like five and a half hours. Yeah, we can't half we can't bitch like about that. that. We got to do it. And it's three days long. Uh, yeah. And especially on an indoor deal, you don't have to haul a trailer or nothing big. Nah, you throw, you throw it all that in the, shit in the back seat and go. Right. Throw it all in Casey's little car and get fifty miles to gallon. There's <laughs> a, yeah, no joke, man. We could do it. You know, I got to find me an indoor plane. I've been searching. I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know what I'm getting. I've got this uh, crack yak mini. I need to get together. And then he's, they've got. I've been looking at buying one of Josh, those. Josh will probably be able to give us more info, but they got these uh, uh, foam board deltas. Right. That they just go in there and, and they, they do some FPV stuff through the tunnels and stuff. That oh, yeah. That you would be into. So. I don't have anything small FPV, though, anymore. 
I need to break foam into board. some small stuff. Yeah, foam board stuff. Yeah, thirty bucks. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna have to figure out what that little mini delta is and maybe whip a couple of them up. Man, he'd be able to give me. I think he's got a buddy that's got a laser cutter, or not necessarily a laser cutter. It's a like a, a CNC router. He cuts them. That cuts them. Uh, and if he's coming up in January, maybe we can get him to bring us haul six us or eight. a couple of yeah. them. And, We'll come down there and show them what's up. <laughs> Here we go with oh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Larry's already got a champion in his mind. Oh, yeah. 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 Just to add to the collection, you know. I yeah, already yeah. got that one. Right, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Kirk, so, Kirk's over there yawning at that. Dude. But anyways, the beginning of March, I've been up, San Angelo, I've been Texas. Since five, so. Yeah. Bless your heart. No. Oh, bless your little heart. I've been up since seven. No, okay. eight. Eight. I woke up at eight. I got up at five today, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For a different check reason. Yeah, well, but I had to check that bus undercarriage, oh, did yeah, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I took a shower and went back to bed. I'm good as new. Fresh and clean. Oh, man. Again, Clint didn't do it. <laughs> This time you had something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. you brought up the bad day. Yeah, you brought up the bad. Hey, day. we all have a bad day. Dude, I I'm, never had a day like that. I'm pretty sure Clint's got a little voodoo doll at home, and he's just over there got yeah. some, got like some pins. He's poking on my ass, man. Squeeze just fucking. Oh, I'm gonna get this some bitch. No, no, you you <laughs> created that all in your. See, own. now you're playing the nice guy. Last week you were just all over it. Week before that, you're just all over it. I don't. I wasn't all over Man. nothing other than that bottle of hunter proof. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what happens. It, all over, all over the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was awful. Well, hey, I will say that that was a couple of hours after the show was already over. So <laughs> was that, it that long? The after yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't. <laughs> I, I, here's my deal: as I hung out and I drank what I had, and I think I drank some beers and i didn't think y'all had much left evidently y'all motherfuckers just holding back on me well i'm gonna tell you right now i walked in here with a full bottle of hundred proof and i thought that there was some left he's been all night looking for this bottle of hundred proof that i know he finished off and i threw away <laughs> last week you know and that, uh, no the bottle's still up there on the on we the on the wall of fame right which man i mean i wouldn't say you did all that yourself because I, I definitely had a shot of it at the beginning of the deal <laughs> he helped you out on that ounce yeah yeah, that one yeah, ounce, I, yeah. I, well i say Two a ounces. shot i probably had a sip you know i mean let's not let's not kid people hey, i got a bottle of that at home i had me a couple shots before i head up here and uh man it's anybody looking for some decent uh budget bottled in bond hunter proof uh whiskey it's way smoother than you think it would be evan williams white label bottled and bond hunter proof whiskey it's it's uh it's good it's good it, it got me it's well when you drink a fucking he said it got me. when you drink a fifth of it <laughs> i didn't think i drank that much of course i didn't mix about <laughs> half the drinks i drank you know they just show up on the table here clint have a drink okay down the hatch it goes another yeah. one shows up down the hatch it goes and Next thing I know, the bottle's empty and shit. And the toilet well, got real small. Well, here, here's what happens, man. <laughs> There's something about the ice on last week's episode. Ice? Yeah, he yeah. was mad because I wasn't yeah. getting any ice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It and was too much, too much ice, ice and it wasn't an yeah. ice. Yeah. 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 
That's where the shot color hey, comes in. Hey, you know in. what? <laughs> Everybody's got that friend you got to deal with to be friends with. And Clint's that guy for me, but you know what? Oh, I would, geez, I would put, No, no, no. Not in a bad way. Don't take it all negative. Jeez. Why does it always go negative? <laughs> I would do that for you. That's how good we are, man. I'm your buddy. I'll take that shit to be your buddy. Don't, why are you shaking your head? That's not an angry thing. That's like... He does have a point. I'm like your ride or die, man. You know what I'm saying? I do that for you. Clint has no words. Fucking G's. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me, uh, wait a minute. You're telling me you have to work at something to be my buddy? No, 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 no. no, no. That's what I'm, not what I'm saying. You took that out of context. No. What no, that's saying, the words that come out of your no, mouth. You don't have not, to work at it to be your buddy, but being your buddy is work. And I'm going to do what it takes to remain friends. So what does that say about me? Don't quit putting this all on yourself. You're so self-centered, man. Look at it from my eyes. Yeah. This got real you deep. motherfucker's got quick. on match a t-shirt tonight. So I, know, I don't know do, how much dude. more we, buddy we, it comes we, Yeah, we that. showed up, dude. Yeah. Match t-shirt. Dude, it's t-shirt. like, man, what was that? What was it? My buddy. You know, you remember the little oh, doll? Yeah. My buddy. Uh-huh. My bu- I'm the little my buddy. This fucking guy. Golly, why is he taking offense to this? This is like compliments. I'm throwing out compliments, and he's getting all upset about it. I, I, I got nothing. What he's saying is, in life, you got to be the fuck E or the fuck er. And in this relationship, he's the fuck E. No, I'm not getting fucked. <laughs> no. No, that's not how that works. That, that, Boy, that was a hard yeah, left turn. Yeah. I see where you're going with this analogy, but it's all wrong, you know? Damn, Larry. Well, I mean. You got the wrong tone, brother. I thought we was ganging tone. up on him. I was yeah. putting my spurs on, about to ride this motherfucker oh, wait, for eight seconds. up on me or him? Him. Oh, well, why am I getting fucked then? It seems like <laughs> well, I'm the one that's getting rode here. Right, well, well, right, well. Put your spurs okay, yeah, you up, man. Point. I'm confused. You went about three and a half seconds. I'm going to go eight. Yeah. <laughs> Just digging them spurs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man. Y'all ain't even right. That reminds me of a joke. It's like you're trying to. You know, you get hooked up with your old lady's sister or whatever, and then you tell her that eh, you're not as good as your sister and try to hold on for eight seconds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that kind of reminded me of. Jeez. Y'all ain't even right. Man. I, I guess Clint needs some 100 proof. He would have laughed at that last week. He would have thought it was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how it, uh, uh, I'm, I'm lost, I guess. He's over here thinking, y'all ain't much fun since I quit drinking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Deep thoughts by Clint Trevor. Well, I am trying to behave a little. I mean, you know. This is what happens when Clint's sober. The crows seem to be calling his name, thought Carl. What? (laughs) Yeah. I caught that that one, too. Is that some sort of fucking Scientology or scientific movie, whatever they call it? Oh, man. It's amazing what can tear a family apart. Like a pack of rabid wolves. I've not seen that one. Okay, never mind. He's getting way too deep. Clint ain't seen it. Come on, share with us. I don't, you know, when I die, I want to go to pie heaven. There may not really be one, but if there is, mm mm-mm, good. Still lost. Golly, these guys don't get it. Do you even get what I'm talking about, Kurt? Vaguely. Oh, jeez. 
Somebody out there knows what the hell I'm talking about. We'll hear about it on the show. We'll I had hear about you for it in the, the first group. couple, but you lost. We'll me hear on about the last you. We'll one. hear about it in the group. These guys will know. You're fucking. I, I, you know, is it, is it a movie <laughs> exactly. reference? No, it's not a movie reference at all. Oh, okay. Some sort of novel that you read back? No, in the day? no, no, no. It's from Saturday Night Live. Oh, Saturday Night Live ain't been worth a fucking twenty-five years. Well, this was probably twenty-five years ago. Okay. Smoked a lot of dope twenty-five years ago, so. Dude, I don't uh, watch Saturday Night Live. I don't. I don't, any, I I don't since anymore. Nineties. Yeah. I, I, y'all ain't even right. You got me all fucked up over here. We sent him down a different different way, man. It'll be okay. I do me. know from we Saturday Night Live back then. You remember the ambiguously gay duo? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yep. If you're talking to cops, don't call him Ace and Gary. No, no, do not call him Ace and Gary. No. So which I do ones, know that. Yeah, which one's Ace and which one's Gary? They didn't find that funny at all. No, no. There's no dead bodies in my trunk. Yeah. No hand grenades, drugs. <laughs> not in my trunk. Horseshoes, hand grenades, <laughs> nuclear <laughs> devices. Don't tell uh, them you got a quarter bag in your glove box either, and they get in there and it's a bag full of change. They don't like that either. Hey, so saying. you travel the turnpike I meant to a say yeah. bag of quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. I'm just saying. Man, y'all ain't even right tonight. What do you mean? No, you're just sober tonight. Well, maybe. <laughs> hey, can I borrow your lighter? No. Gosh dang, man. Jump start. Like, I'll yeah. jump start you right here, man. Damn it. We're here jamming. No, right. Hey, I don't need your lighter. My buddy Larry's got me taken care of. And he used my lighter. <laughs> no, no, you fucking can't use my lighter. Man, you're upset at me dick. and I gave you like a compliment. You should be nice. I am being nice. Since uh, when have you been nice? I'm always nice. Bullshit. Holy jeez. <laughs> I, I, I ain't got to lie to dude, us. Dude, we're, we're going to start a we poll. We know you way Yeah, we're well. starting a poll. Well, is Clint nice? Yes or no? Real easy. Two options. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll be the first vote in the yes. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look at Larry over here. I'm no. video on the, the color difference. I'll say we'd ask his the wife. Color the color difference. The color difference in there, these so. t-shirts, dude. <laughs> Well, here, at least let me do this. That way you can actually see the shirt, man. Oh, Twinkies. Yeah, oh, look at that. Cream filled That's great all. beer. Now, see, the question, the question, I, nah, and you turned it off. Oh, hell, I wasn't even recording. Look, okay. Oh, you're starting over now. And these guys don't think they're buddies. Duh. Come man, on. Funny story about these shirts. So, okay, so this is my buddy's brewery, right? I've known this guy since oh, we were. Shit, I just ashed in my own beard. Since we were Good six job. years old, right? <laughs> I didn't get that either. I've never had a T-shirt. I've taken like multiple pictures of all of his, you know, all of his beers and did product photography for him. Shot some video for him. Go to the brewery, help him can beer, all this stuff. Never got a T-shirt, right? So we're heading out of town, and he tells me to stop by, and he'll give us some beer. We stop by. First thing Clint does when he gets out of the truck is like, hey, man, you got any T-shirts? Dude, I got a polo. I got a T-shirt, all kinds of stuff. I ain't never got any of that stuff. Clint shows up. I ah, just gives us everything. Here's some coasters. Here's some koozies. Man, you want some sunglasses? I mean, I got it all. Gave us a whole merch pack. I've got a sweet polo myself. Right. <laughs> you didn't even have to work for uh-uh, it. <laughs> uh-uh. And koozies. Both. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was having a meltdown about that when we not a meltdown but he was having a moment about that when we left too. He's like, I've been hanging out with that with this guy. 
and I'll do 30 something years, 30 years, over 30 years. Well, you just have to ask the right questions, Casey. Apparently. I'm not real good at the ask all the time. Not real good at the ask. He has that shit to give away. I, I get it, but I'm, but it's one of those things. If he wanted to give it to me, he already gave it to me. So now you're saying he didn't want to give us anything? Well, I don't know. Oh. And that's where Clint comes in. And that's why I appreciate you as a friend. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now he's making up to me. No, I'm not making... Dude, the other stuff was... Man, I'll tell you what. Y'all are worse than a bunch of high school girls. You jealous? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he said, nah. Nah. He's All like, right. I just want my windows tinted, man. You guys do whatever you do. I'll be over there tomorrow. Man, it's probably a good thing I'm not showing up for that. Nothing to get done. Absolutely not. Yeah. We'd stand around and Plus drink, I have a, drink beer. Clint, don't get up that early. Uh, I try not to. Not unless it's for work. I already have a list of my own shit to do tomorrow that I better get done. I probably have a list of stuff to do, too, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Jeez. All right, gentlemen. Are we good? Are you calling it already? I'm calling it. Jeez. Running the show again. Well, somebody's got to do it. Jeez. Larry's over here in the midst of his phone. Uh, Quit looking at porn. He's making a post, man. It's yeah. all right. I had to post something real quick. Oh, shit. The last time you posted something real quick, it almost ended badly. Jeez. <laughs> ah. Oh, man, you must have, like, posted that, like, on the page. I wasn't in, like, a group or nothing. No, that's on the page. Oh, boy. This is going to be classic. Live action. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Later. Have a good night. Have a good weekend, guys. Ah!